Hello, family, friends, fans, and fellow adventurers. Welcome back to Practical Heroes with our brand new campaign, The Sands of Sildaris, set in the pretty much entirely homebrew world of Eroth. This is, of course, one of two introductory one-shots ahead of our first session. Uh, hello, Max. <laughs> um, ahead of our first sessions we are introducing players new and old characters new and old and for this week we do have a bit of a treat with not only two new characters for the campaign but two brand new players um, one of which you know and hopefully love from Radio D&D the other is brand new to Practical Heroes which is pretty fun um, but came highly recommended by Lindsay, so, you know, <laughs> what Lindsay says goes. <laughs> um, yes, for those who don't know, because these are obviously the introductory ones, Eroth, it's pretty cool, yo. It's my homebrew world. It has some stuff stolen shamelessly from official D&D lore, like the Raven Queen and Tiamat and gods like that that we all just know and love, and it's a shame to kind of go without them. <laughs> um, and maybe one or two other things that might pop up throughout uh, campaigns as we go along. But we'll see, as Drizzt just plain shifts in. <laughs> um, but yeah, this story is taking place set initially in the sleeping gardens of Azith, one of the three main continents of my world which is, as you can partially see behind me, split into three by what is known as the crossing point. Uh, the gods are at war, and it is causing a lot of collateral damage in the form of disasters in the overworld. <laughs> um, and most importantly, our biggest law thing is the planes are sealed. They were sealed a very long time ago by the Lord Primordial, uh, so no one really talks about them because no one really remembers them. Um, talking about traveling to different planes isn't a thing. Those who do are locked up for being crazy. Um, but of course, summons are still a thing. I wouldn't just entirely <laughs> erase like a whole school of magic from my world just to try and make things unique. I'm not like that. It's just more of like a alchemy equivalent exchange type deal the way people try and think about summons they don't think of it as a summons per se it's more i offer up the materials the materials get transmuted effectively into this being that i'm conjuring so they do still count it as a conjuration um it's just conjuring something from something else which yes technically is a transmutation but it's fine don't read too much into it <laughs> um but with all of that said why don't I jump over to our other screen? Because I've also just realized this screen, for whatever reason, doesn't have the music coming through to the stream. So I apologize for that, and I will fix that <laughs> for the main game. I'm certain we had it last week. Oh, wait, no, this screen wasn't ready last week. Brilliant. Even better. Uh, I'm going to stop talking, and I'm going to jump to this other screen right here, which, for some reason, also doesn't have the music. That's... Good fun. Why is that vanished? Um, 
Things are different because I'm using new experimental beta features from <laughs> OBS. Uh, one of which is the application audio capture, so I can just take it straight from my music controller of choice. Now we have it, and the song has stopped. But while I fix oh. that, <laughs> why don't we introduce our two players so we'll we'll introduce the characters shortly when we are firmly inside our uh one shot um i heard what i said that was horrible phrasing um firmly but... inside <laughs> but <laughs> seeing as you have been called out in the chat why don't ethan you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself first. Oh no. Alright, uh, well, uh, I'm Ethan. I played on uh, Radio D&D uh, as Zephyr Wesley, uh, if any of you have caught that. Um, besides that, I've done a few other things with Practical Heroes, and just I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <We> <laughs> um, and... Oh, brand newbie, Maywood. <laughs> Despite being the oldest person here, I'm the newbie. <laughs> uh, yeah, my name's uh, Maywood. Um, I've done, you know, various internet-y things over the years, all of which you can see on a nerdywebsite.com. Hey, there you go, a plug for myself. Why not? Shameless self-promotion. Hey. <laughs> yes. Shameless or shameful? It's a little shame for it. <laughs> uh yeah, a uh, big fan of D&D, started in the uh, 3.5 days, uh, ran a, a hybrid 3.5 5e for a while, which was pretty fun, um, and love to play, and love to play with people who are very nice, which, so far, so good. And uh, yeah, I was a friend of uh, Lindsay's who uh, invited me to this thing, so I'm uh, excited to see what happens. Yeah. It sounds like a innuendo-y thing for old people like to talk about something very specific like oh he's a friend of Lindsay's <laughs> 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 but um, yes with those two introductions out of the way obviously the characters are a tiny bit spoiled because they're on screen I didn't think that through when I did it last week mm -hmm. and I wasn't going to take it out of this week because we like things to be equal here um I'm seeing possibly no sound. Have we lost sound? It's good to get this out the way before we jump deep into... Um, That's true. Immersion. That's the word I'm looking for. You can hear me. Cool. Well, if Steph can hear me, that's all that matters. <laughs> also, hi, so Steph. So goes out to you, Steph. <laughs> um, yes. Also, a quick disclaimer before we start this one-shot... As you can probably hear, I'm not as sick as last week. Still a little bit. The brain fog is still around. Do bear with me a little bit. Also, a reminder, we're using one D&D. &D, um, and once again, I forgot to print off the one D&D &D stuff, but you don't know that. Um, it's fine. The only parts... So at the moment, effectively, we're just using the rules glossaries effectively in essence from 
the new one D&D playtesting, we've tried to implement the backgrounds and the first level feats. So some of our characters have taken one of the available new backgrounds and some of them we all kind of work together as a team <laughs> because no one knows how to power balance with something that's not out yet. Uh, <laughs> but we kind of work together as a team to brainstorm um, janky MacGyver background tweaks for existing backgrounds and nerfs and buffs for existing feats for first level to tie into those backgrounds. And, you know, that me. <laughs> that's what D&D is all about. So, it's all good. <laughs> um, it wasn't all you, though. We did have one carryover from Mura using a homebrew geomancer feat, which she used last stream. Um, but no one cares about Mura in this one shot. I do have to add the caveat, obviously, that it's just for this one shot, because everyone cares about Mura. She is everyone's baby. <laughs> but, with all of that out of the way, why don't we jump right in to what I somewhat stupidly but very affectionately called Albert Rodeo <laughs> as we start this one shot, um, if I know what I'm looking at. This will at. be my first. You up? This will be my first. Nice. Uh, there we go, let's switch those around so I can actually read. And with that... <laughs> come one, come all. The Midnight Blade seek fresh blood. Deep in the whispering woods of the Sleeping Gardens, a fearsome owlbear has been terrorizing local villages. Seek us out at our headquarters in Dura on the 10th of Kalthor to join in the glorious hunt. Successful parties will be invited to join the Midnight Blade. Glory awaits you. These posters have been sighted all across the continent of Azith. Um, drawing would-be heroes into the promise of companionship and adventure within the Midnight Blade. A well-known guild of rangers who claim to hunt to protect the populace from dangerous animals and various other monsters or possible other threats that they are occasionally contracted out to hunt. This of course means that you yourselves have journeyed from afar to reach here and now you stand in the courtyard in front of the guild hall looking around at the other hopeful applicants and as you take in the crowd around you, a rather athletic-looking drow in full ranger leathers emerges onto the balcony above you. This kind of long, flowing white hair that billows dramatically in the wind, kind of almost too dramatically for the wind level right now as it is. His mouth opens in a slight grimacing smile, disfigured slightly by the large scar that streaks down his otherwise absolutely perfect face. He gestures dramatically over the crowd. Greetings, hopeful applicants. 
We have taken the liberty of dividing you into pairs for your hunt. These teams are designed to ensure you are protected by your fellow applicants. For the Midnight Blade hold no liability for any crushings, cuttings, killings, or indeed any other forms of casualties. He grins widely and gestures behind him as an aracocra with a very finely kept white and brown plumage and a very eagle-like head kind of flies up and just perches on the edge of the railing of the balcony wearing very similar looking leathers um and she kind of unfurls a scroll and the pairings are as follows and she begins to list the various groups in kind of teams of two to three individuals before and finally team 43 chester and warden and so (laughs) with the sound of trumpets the hunt begins and you all make your way into the nearby forest where the rumored location of the owlbear is as the teams are starting to get together and meet their companions who would like to describe what their new companion sees first oh well ethan uh, you went first last time why don't i uh, save you the trouble and go first this time uh Here's. i am uh, i'm chester fields i am a, uh, a bugbear uh, uh, a bard two rogue one if you want to get into the specifics, he's a, he, he's a Southern gentleman, uh, you know, Southern of one of these continents where this accent totally happens, I assume. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait to hear yours. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, he's very, uh, you know, uh, uh, being a bard, he's got some of the typical bardly uh, uh, outgoing charismatic ways however he's also very big and strong but uh sort of not refuses but very much doesn't like using that strength wants to just sit back have a mint julep perhaps uh and uh you know kind of watch the world pass by get some uh, relaxation and, and not do any physical labor of any kind ideally <laughs> So, you know, this whole hunt thing he's a little nervous about and hoping his new friend, who he really likes the look of, is going <laughs> to do most of the heavy lifting. Uh, so he'll sort of uh, come up to him in the Chester Fields. Pleased to meet you. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Um, <laughs> so Warden um, is a Warforged and that's why I could put it is if you've ever seen like Scooby-Doo, he looks like one of the, one of the kind of suits of armor that like will stand <laughs> in the background and you would think it was just like a inanimate object until it starts moving around, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, besides that, his armor is a bit ramshackled, it's a bit piecemeal. Um, a lot of the different armor pieces appear to be taken from different things um it's not it's clearly not all made by one craftsman and beyond that it's also covered in a pretty thick dark sort of cloak 
and even his helmet is covered by a hood. Um, but yeah, it's just this big sort of old cloak that's just wrapped around him. Uh, he stands pretty tall um, for, well, for a lot of creatures, six foot. <laughs> <laughs> he stands over some people at least. Um, it has pretty, uh, you know, broad shoulders because of the armor, of course. And he'll just kind of look at the bugbear. And, uh, yeah, if he offers a hand, he doesn't shake it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, off to a great start. I cannot wait to work with you. He uh, looks down from his, I forgot to mention, 6'9", the funniest number, almost, uh, <laughs> frame. <laughs> Uh, you, nice. uh, that's, that armor looks very cumbersome. Are you sure you're going to be able to keep up? It is a part for me. Ah, so handed down from generations. I see, I see. He tries to get a peek in the, in the eye slits there. <laughs> yeah, uh, as you try gazing into the visor, uh, the visor gazes back. <laughs> <laughs> Stare into the abyss, and the abyss gazes back. Well... This is a fascinating development. Mm. <laughs> I do not see why it would be. Well, not every day I get to meet a uh, gentleman such as yourself. Um, gentleman? <laughs> yeah, well, as, as a kind of side note, for those new to my world... <laughs> Warforged aren't necessarily uncommon, um, so it, it's not like one would be seen and kind of treated with mistrust or anything. They're a somewhat regular sight around the world, um, both as people or other kind of variants of Warforged that are a lot more golemy than they are actually Warforged and are effectively just slightly better golems <laughs> um but yeah it's obviously up to yourselves mostly chester how frequently familiar you are with warforged as a whole um obviously i imagine warden's somewhat familiar with a warforged being one so it's more directed at chester <laughs> um, i'd say passingly <laughs> There you go. Um, but yeah, it's it's not like so uncommon that someone would be like, oh my god, talking armor! Um, but it's <laughs> uncommon enough that kind of similarly people would be like, oh, neat. <laughs> but that's kind of oh, the neat. extent of it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks. Instant gratification. Um, <laughs> but the... Uh, interior of the woods as you guys kind of make your way in following everyone else obviously not wanting to be um leading the rear of the pack um it's quite dense and somewhat sparsely traveled but there are kind of rough paths maintained around the outer edges of the wood um which the hunters obviously often use there are occasional kind of uh, stakes in the ground painted black with a silver blade that kind of indicate 
either a midnight blade trail or this is a path that their hunters have used. Um, but why don't I go ahead and show everyone what we're dealing with as it's starting to come towards uh, sunset. Um, this rugged dirt path that you are traveling on starts to fork up ahead so you're obviously not showing on the map but you're on one side of that fork it's a one shot deal with the railroading um <laughs> <laughs> but uh several dozen feet away from you uh hopefully depending on if i did my squares right maybe i forgot about that when i was drafting the map i can't remember but <laughs> some distance away from you a horse-drawn wagon lies overturned in the middle of the path before the fork, or after the fork. No, before the fork. The fork is off the other side of the map. I know what I did. Um, <laughs> its horse uh, is kind of just lying motionless on the ground nearby, uh, and the various ambiguous cargo is spilled all over the forest floor uh, you can see a man kind of stood in front of this wagon just emphatically waving both arms over his head like he's trying to kind of flag you down almost well this seems like it might be uh trouble he and turn around. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. We, we, we got to head towards the trouble. Yes, yes. So we don't get paid. <laughs> yes, so oh, you boy. would know, as a side note, um, the reward for this is technically the chance to enter the guild. However, one of the rules and stipulations of the sign-up sheet that you read when you were Signing up to the hunt was any looting, any gold or anything that you happen to come across during the hunt is yours to keep, albeit the guild is liable and always able to take a cut should they so wish. <laughs> yeah. Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you say, my new friend? Shall we uh, investigate this individual? I think it'd be wise to approach with caution. Yes, that horse doesn't look... Uh... I mean, I am hungry. I don't know if I am so hungry <laughs> that I could partake of this equine. <laughs> and also worth noting as well, while we're looking at maps, for those of you in chat... Um, just to break the immersion slightly, very quickly, because it is a very important note. You're obviously watching the DM view of the map because it's the easiest way to stream it. Therefore, there will often be monsters hidden on the map or hidden around oh, or check hidden <laughs> switches, hidden doors, secrets, notes possibly written on the map that are there for me. Please try not to talk about them in chat until it's blatantly obvious that it's happened on the stream. 
because there's Which... nothing worse than me hiding a beholder on the map and everyone being like, oh man, I wonder how they deal with the beholder and all my players being like, there's a beholder! <laughs> Didn't have it open, though. Alright. Which, TV, how do you spell practical? But yes, back into the world uh, as you approach this figure, you can see he's a bit kind of ragged and worn down. It looks like it was um, possibly some sort of accident has overturned this wagon. There's kind of cuts and scrapes all over him. Clothes are a bit ripped. There's a lot of kind of dirt and leaves that are quite clearly from the ground that have got mushed up in this very curly, greasy black beard and kind of long, scraggly black hair. Um, he's probably about 5'10", and somewhat kind of medium build, just puts the arms down as you approach and thank the gods you're here to help. There's been an accident. Ah, well, Chester Fields, pleased to meet you. Let's not let the uh, pleasantries be ignored because of an accident. Uh, yes, uh, Barak, nice to meet you. Barak, this is, I don't believe you've introduced yourself, or perhaps I have forgotten. This is my new friend. What are you fans there? <laughs> yes. Stoic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is my new friend, yes. Right. Ah, excellent. Um, worth noting as well, just FYI, I'm aware. Obviously, the Scottish accent is... Um, leads to assumptions, but this guy's human, unfortunately. Not a dwarf. Oh. Not all dwarves are Scottish, guys. <laughs> just most of Not them. A... Uh, most of them. Just all the Tolkien ones. Um, but yeah, he just kind of scratches the back of his head. And just, uh, yeah, I think... Uh, I'm, the road, you know, it's not quite an established road. Uh, hit a bit of a uh, pit on the path. Horse tripped, wagon overturned. Horse fell, wagon fell on the horse. Uh, I think his neck's broken. I fell out of the wagon. Wagon fell over. Stuff everywhere. Uh, any help would be much appreciated. And, like, as you can see as well as you're kind of looking, this is, like, almost entirely blocking this path that you have taken. Uh, yes. Can I do an insight check on him? Sure. All right. Smart. Just ignore the roll of the sound of me rolling in the background. That's um that's nothing. That is a five for me plus five. <laughs> I think I have a two. Yes, <laughs> plus two. So seven. Beautiful seven. I mean, seems pretty honest. You look at him, he looks beaten up. There's a horse with a broken neck, wagons overturned. I mean, you yourself probably nearly tripped over a few potholes and excuse me. I mean it's not a road. Not potholes, but like rabbit holes. That's the phrase I was looking yeah. for. It's 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 not tarmac. Uh, <laughs> um, he seems I to think, be being uh, pretty truthing. He's uh, Chester's gonna uh, start to 
just say along the lines of, uh, yes, yes, uh, we could uh, help. Uh, do you know what did this? And sort of as he's conversing, I'm going to use some uh, thieves cant to get some words in there. Just to, the fact that he's on this well, not well-tron path, not using the main road. has got a bunch of goods. Maybe he's up to no good. So he's going to sort of ask in thieves cants, uh, you uh, doing a little... Uh, you know, uh, bypassing some law by taking this route, perhaps. <laughs> um. Well, I, I, I know what did it. It was uh, that rabbit hole the the horse must have tripped over. And uh, ah. to answer your question, and kind of back in thieves can just Ooh. kind of like a. I have no idea what you're talking about. Wink, wink. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he will uh, give the uh, subtle thievy wink as well. Very good, very good. All right, well, uh, like a lot. Yeah, we. I got something with my eye. I do believe <laughs> the dust of these roads. Uh, yeah, real, real dusty around here, especially when your horse is just being kicking it all up in your face while it's dying of a broken neck. Yeah, uh, can I uh, see if the horse is indeed, you know, dead? <laughs> yeah, make a medicine check. <clears throat> yes, but I'm a bit of a jack of all trades, you might say. Well, hey! Uh, uh, yeah. Nine. Nine. I mean, it ain't breathing. <laughs> that much is no. pretty obvious. I'm afraid this is beyond my abilities, such as they are at this juncture. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Hmm. Well, we probably <laughs> shouldn't let him go to waste. It's it's more the help fixing the wagon and putting everything back on the wagon that's more what I'm uh, needing help with, rather than the uh, beating a dead horse, so to speak. Hmm. That's, uh, that, was that a, a, okay, he looks at Warden for a second hearing that noise, <laughs> takes a step back. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that uh, doesn't really seem like something I'd want to be involved in, uh, no offense to you and yours. None taken, I suppose. Um, but if you're uh, able to help uh, load some things back on the wagon, that'd be real helpful. Uh Tell you what, you look pretty strong, and he kind of points over to Warden. If you could uh, see about riding the wagon, you know, because it's kind of on its side at the moment. If you could kind of help put it on the wheels instead of on the side, and uh, maybe me and the furry fellow over here can uh, get the horse out of the way, and I'll just have to drag the wagon, I guess, the rest of the way. can do that. Uh, well, well, I am able to help. Uh, I don't. Great, and he kind of claps an arm around your shoulder and starts kind of leading you. To help, uh, <laughs> like pulling he... you towards the horse. He gives a not so subtle, just sort of palm. Hmm? Um, <laughs> so, warden, as you head towards the wagon. Are you attempting to write it? Uh, yeah. Do the wheels appear appear to be intact? Like, I won't like cause any more damage by like pushing it over. Um, 
I'll say give me a perception or investigation check. Your choice. All right. Let me see. Um, what I have obviously, there. like generally, the state of repair is quite obvious. But like, if there's any sort of missable details, this is what that's for. <laughs> obviously, like Anything if a do... wheel's broken, it's broken. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do perception then, so let me roll this. We have a six. Six. Plus two, oh, we're eight. Good. We're saving wow. our good rolls for later, I feel like. They, uh, they both seem pretty intact um, and pretty sturdy if you wanted to kind of pull the wagon or push it from the other side. Either way, it looks like they will maintain structural integrity. Whether or not they pop off remains to be seen, but looks like they'll stay intact so they could be put back on which is probably the biggest <laughs> worry all right uh with that then i guess i'll just try to to tip it back over cool uh excellent as you're doing that then um this man as you're kind of palming him away <laughs> chester <laughs> um just kind of turns to you and smiles you can see a couple of the teeth missing and he just uh really appreciate the help terribly sorry about this and with a flash draws a sword as warden you pull the wagon down and as you do you see as it kind of tips over clutching onto the side of the wagon kind of on the inside the grinning face of another very uh, similar-ish looking individual as he kind of rides the wagon over <laughs> and also draws a sword. I've just accidentally hidden you. That's not what I wanted to do. What have I done? Hid me? Why is Roll20 like this? Layer. Token layer. What is happening? Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I think I've just put the map so. yeah, on I the still token see layer. That's what happened. I put the map on the token layer. Hmm. Whoops. Yeah, so if you right-click on the map itself, yeah, I... uh, you can just hit send to the back. I have done that, and it's not working. It's just giving me mm. edit, paste, undo. Okay, map's on the map layer now. Good. And also on the map... No, he's not on the map layer. That's why it went wrong. He's on the GM layer. That's layers what was supposed to happen. <laughs> there we go. Hey! <laughs> cut that. Just, just cut that. Um, no, you're supposed to be yes. pulling from this side. You what, sorry? You're supposed to be pulling from this side. <laughs> As the wagon kind of tips over and writes and he just... Ah, what a shame, and pulls a sword on you as well. As I'd like both of you, please, to roll initiative. As you've been Oops. totally bamboozled by these bandits. Whoa. Lucky seven. <laughs> gentlemen, and... gentlemen, please. That's our first roll in the double digits. It's a ten, baby. <laughs> oh nice. my god. Uh, <clears throat> let me... I'm putting these Drag. dice away. Steph gave you these dice. Aww. I need to do some dice training with them later. Uh, Thanks, let's Steph. Put the initiative tracker on the screen so everyone gets Honestly. to see it. 
And why have we got two Chesters? Double your trouble. There you go. Removed one Chester. Right, Chester, what was your initiative? Seven. Seven. And Warden? Ten. Ten, yes, that's right. Uh, I remember things real good. Uh, I'm going to roll for the bandits. And they both have the same bonus to initiative, which is not much of a bonus, but it's still better than you guys. Damn. <laughs> so, which I guess kind of makes sense. They have effectively got the jump on you a little bit there. <laughs> um, so, as I place my D20s back down with the 20 facing upwards, because we like organization. Um, this lovely boy right here in front of Chester is going to take a swing with his sword. With the first attack being a six to hit. Doesn't. My AC is not very good <laughs> either, so thank you. And as you kind of as he swings and just terribly sorry about this, and you just kind of sidestep the blade like you were expecting it the whole time. Um, but you weren't expecting the quick kind of rechamber and up slice with a 21 to hit. I rolled painfully good on that. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> um, and it's going to be three points of damage. Ow. <laughs> As he just kind of slices up and across your arm with this short sword. And that is going to end his turn. As the other one is going to jump off the wagon and cut down towards Warden, which is a terribly stupid thing to do. You leave yourself very open for a counter if you're jumping at someone. But it's okay, because... You have to wait for your turn, so it's all good. <laughs> um, and they have terrible bonuses to hit, so... 14. This is... As and... this one... <laughs> yes? Uh, I'd like to use my ability repost. Okay. Remind me what repost so, does, because no one ever uh... plays Battlemaster in my games. <laughs> Uh, when a creature misses you with a melee attack, you can use your reaction and extend one superiority die to make a melee weapon attack against it. Excellent. So, as he kind of comes in with a similar cut that was heading towards Chester, which, you know, to a lesser man and someone much more organic would have probably sliced their chest open, the scimitar just kind of bounces off the metal chest. <laughs> leaving him very wide open for you to come in with your repost. All right. Let's see. Yep. All right. So my roll for attack. That's a four. Just raw. Oh, man. So yeah, uh, nice. a nine. A nine, unfortunately, will not hit. <laughs> As he was wide open and just kind of staggers back and falls over the wagon a little bit and you just kind of oh, right. thunk into the wood where he was <laughs> as he kind of 
pops back to his feet and comes at you for another slice with a eight. <laughs> nope. Which, again, just slices across your chest with sparks. Everything. What are you, made of metal? <laughs> yes. Yes, actually. <laughs> and, Warden, Thanks for noticing. it is your go. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah. Let me make another attack roll here. <clears throat> uh, ten. Ten will just miss. What are the rolls today, guys? <laughs> right? We are going to die. <laughs> what is happening today? <laughs> what is going on? My highest roll has been a ten. I don't think I've rolled that high yet. <laughs> Okay, this, this dice that... set is going off to the side as well. <laughs> does that end your turn? Yes, cool. that does. Not me trying to goad you into wasting your action, Serge. Um... <laughs> Chester. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Uh, Chester's going to look at the guy and uh, he, he was helping. Uh, you know what? I really do not appreciate that. Uh, we're going to have some words in a moment, but uh, let me just take care of your friend here first. Uh, and he's going <laughs> to break out as a rapier and hopefully... Oh my god, it was on a 19 then, and then it went to a 1. Uh... Luckily, we don't roll critical fails or fumbles. Um, yeah. But I'm assuming the total uh, isn't any higher than the 10 that missed. <laughs> no, it's a 6. Uh, and then nice. he's going to look to uh, his new best friend. Uh, I do believe uh, you're going to hit this guy so hard, it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, and going to give him uh, some bardic inspiration there for you. Excellent. Is that D4 or D6 at this level? I'm D6. at a D6. Yes. Yeah. Excelente. In that case, that'll be me. Um, as you kind of sidestep him, the one that you were talking to, just, don't you turn your back on me, you fuzzy bastard, and slashes towards you. Uh, please, please. <laughs> a constructed twenty to hit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> In before I just violently murder Chester you know before gonna, the game. I'm gonna silvery barbs this. Okay, nice. Remind me what silvery barbs does because uh, no one so ever picks it. For some yeah, reason. Uh, reaction to uh, sixty feet succeeds on an attack roll, which that definitely did. Um, <laughs> you're going to have to re-roll. So basically, you're just rolling with disadvantage. Oh my god! Natural one. <laughs> A lot of mess, and also. Uh, choose a different creature. I could choose yourself, and I'm going to because I'm selfish. Um, and I have advantage on my next attack, which I can use to get sneak attack. Hey, that's nice. how you do it. Um, All right. So, would you like to describe what happens uh, when the silvery barbs trigger? Man. I tried to be nice. We had a nice conversation in the uh, thieverly camp. And honor among thieves is very important. So, you, sir. Are dishonorable. <laughs> As this attack that was just whistling in towards your throat just at the last second seems to just shift out of the way and you see a look of intense confusion in his eyes. 
Um, that was his first attack, wasn't it? Yes. Yes? Yes. No. <laughs> it's alright, the second one was a seven. Alright. As he's quite clearly <laughs> trying to get over what just happened. You're weird. <laughs> Starts kind of backing up slightly. Um, the other bandito who is locked in deadly combat with Warden is going to take a swing <laughs> at Warden with a 15 to hit. Nope. Cool. And I would like to carry that. <laughs> okay. As he just. <laughs> Gotta be a weak spot somewhere! <laughs> and just thuds off the shoulder. Okay. 11. 11? Just hits. Bang. <laughs> okay. Finally, here we go. Alright, uh, so let me see. So that's gonna be a regular greatsword attack. It's gonna be 2d6. So, nine. Then I also have to add my. Your superiority, though, because you just think you're better than everyone else. <laughs> I, I, I am better than everybody else. That's why they gave me the die. Duh. And how much damage was it? 1d8. 1d8. Okay, so it's a 1 on the 1d8. And it was a... Um, it was a 9. Yes. 9 total? or Yes, a 9 total. So that'd be 10 cool. overall. Uh, a 10 overall. Yes. Excellent. As the kind of shock of the scimitar bouncing off your shoulder kind of sends him reeling back and you just slice up horrifically with this great sword and just open up the leather armor that he's wearing blood starts dripping out he is very heavily heavily injured <laughs> he just kind of staggers back against the wagon and just ah oh, ha <laughs> spitting blood <laughs> Um, and that was his first attack. Was it not? Yes. Man, I'm so foggy today. <laughs> and he just <laughs> really weakly steps forward with just the limpest thrust that just crumples against your chest with a 12. As he just, no, die! <laughs> the sword yeah. just kind of... Down the front of you. Well, <laughs> I'll scuff out. <laughs> yeah, get a bit tea cut. Um, it is now your turn as he's like struggling to lift the scimitar back up. That's my dog for opening the door. All right. <laughs> That's all right. <gasps> all right. Yeah. Uh, let's go for. Let's go. Let's do another one, shall we? That is, is this he's like one? struggling to stand you just loom over him terminator music starts as the sword comes down i think yes this is a one 
yeah, that's one. Font's funny. Um, nice. This die. So. Assume that misses. <laughs> yep. I whiff it big <laughs> Even time. with your total. Um, yeah. As he just... You, I mean, he's looking pretty weak. You weren't expecting the last second scimitar to somehow just knock, like, literally catches the tip of the greatsword and just throws the balance off a bit. You were expecting no resistance there. Let your guard down the tiniest bit. You came back and opened the door right after I closed it. Wow. <laughs> These dogs well, if that ends your turn, it is now... Chester's go. Um, does the guy to my right, uh, does he sort of look like he's on his last legs from what I gather? The one who's propped himself up against the wagon yeah. and is pathetically attempting right. to deflect <laughs> greatsword blows. You reckon he might be, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so then I'm actually going to go for the other guy. Because like, the armor's kind of split open, it was just leather, and he seems to have just cut straight through the leather, there's blood pouring out of yeah. him. I'm going to go for that. Okay, so I got a 17 cool. to hit. That'll hit. Issa, uh, yes. This could have all been done much cleaner. Uh, so then... 10 damage and sneak attack. Uh, so 10 plus 5 is 15. Take this, you rapscallion. Hot oh, damn. <laughs> 15 oh, as you just whip the rapier forwards just straight through the throat. And he's. <gasps> you pull it back and he just crumples. <laughs> That's what you get for lying to me. A fellow, I mean. <laughs> Not at all a fellow thief, he looks back at the warden. Uh, Is he just <laughs> on the ground with his dying breath? Just, I'm uh, actually sorry! <laughs> then could I move here? Uh, you know what? I don't think we discussed flanking. And uh, Is it plus two or advantage? Uh, we did not. I run with advantage because oh, okay. that's how the rule be. And well, then I, I will move play here. around with other ones. Woo! <laughs> um, although... Interesting note, speaking of screwing around with other rules and advantage, I do run with stacking advantage. So if you get advantage from another source, you have advantage and then plus one. Oh. Up to a maximum of five, because it got broken when I did plus two with no maximum in my Curse of Strahd campaign, and they had like five NPCs with them. Um, but I'm not salty about that. That's going to come in handy when I start <laughs> aiming steadily. Yes. Does that end your turn? As you it does. Thank you. Start flanking. I'll, yeah. I mean, there is kind of a fair bit of wagon in the way, but also you have your full thirty feet of movement or thirty-five, whatever it is for a bugbear. So thirty. We'll we'll hand wave the bit of. Well, it costs five extra feet to climb up onto this wagon, and now you're there. And like, I mean, you had thirty feet of movement. You get yeah. there. <laughs> um, and with that. It's the painfully oh, dying. Death saving turn. throw for the bandit. Sorry. You can roll a death saving throw for the bandit. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's all right. He dead. He's oh, okay. he's slowly dying in a pool of blood, with a hole in his throat. We'll leave him. It's okay. No nat twenties getting him back from that. <laughs> um, 
and neither is a seven helping this situation <laughs> as <laughs> this bandit tries to kind of cut at your knees thinking maybe there'll be a weak spot down here where there's no metal and it clangs off the metal legs and you just oh come on <laughs> throw a guy a bone over here <laughs> with a 12 to hit for the second attack <laughs> as it just Link. <laughs> clangs off again and he just you know what fuck it just throws the sword down <laughs> it's your go <laughs> he threw the sword down oh yeah but he's very ah, much damn, got that look in his eyes as he kind of looks up at you of like a I'm about to die there's no point <laughs> I'm just gonna let this happen <laughs> it's not even like a surrender thing it's a Jesus, take the wheel thing. <laughs> yeah, come at me, bro. Okay. <laughs> Darn it, I was going to hit with a disarming attack. Just add an insult to injury, but damn. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew you were going to do that, because I'm always one step ahead of you. <laughs> oh, man. All right, if he insists. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you say okay, so. <laughs> Yeah. Still got a roll uh, to hit. Though. That is yes. <laughs> that's going dick. to be eighteen. That'll hit. Thought so. Thought you'd say that. So <laughs> one and a three, four. Yeah, uh, plus three. Would you like to describe your kill? <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, so as he just kind of throws down the sword, Warned will oblige him and just uh, quickly just slice the head off. Quick clean. <laughs> the head just kind of lands with a soft in the ground nearby. <laughs> and the body necked a little bit. That is quite a, a fierce stroke you have there. Why didn't they just sell the horse? Yeah, yeah. Why did they uh, attack people uh, who were obviously much bigger and stronger than them? These are the questions of the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, the road is now yours. <laughs> What would you guys like well, to do? Well, we may as well take this, uh, see what sort of loot they have here. Maybe things that will aid us in the search for this owlbear. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And he's going to start rummaging. Yes, you you find his uh, mobile unbranded cellular device with find my other unbranded cellular device, which happens to be being held by the owlbear, and you can now totally... No. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering um, where that was going. <laughs> you you have a quick wireless headphones. Oh no! Yes, um, you you have a quick rummage through, and um, everything seems to be kind of empty crates and very much kind of fake goods. And you get the idea this was set up as like a roadside ambush spot where they thought they could, you know, get some people to help, steal their money, and then. You know, rinse and repeat. <laughs> um, 
Do you say one of them had a scimitar? Mm-hmm. I'll take the scimitar. There was a scimitar and a short sword. Uh, excuse me, uh, yes, I believe was your name. Uh, if you wish to have the scimitar, you are more than welcome. However, if you do not, I would not mind it for myself. Ah, you are most generous and kind and a third thing. Adding scimitar. Nice. Uh, has, does there appear to be like any like any indication that they've robbed anyone else? No, looks like this was the uh, first attempt of the day. Mm, unlucky. <laughs> and it went real bad. <laughs> Like you, you, you can see the uh, the timesheets where they've just punched in for the day. <laughs> very, oh, very I feel less bad. Look. I feel less bad. He was fifteen minutes late. <laughs> uh, cool. All right, onwards. I suppose uh, you don't know anything about tracking owl bears, do you? It is not something I'm familiar with, though. All right, good. That means we probably won't have to fight it, because I hear the nasty creatures. That wow. is what we're here for. Oh, you, yeah. Uh, are you just kind of continuing to follow this somewhat rough path and the vague markers every now and again? And you kind of make your way through the forest, um, occasionally coming across other groups. There's the brief kind of sound of the, whoa, 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 we're good, we're good, okay. And everyone kind of goes their separate ways. <laughs> um, uh, at every single one of those, Chester says, Chesterfields, please to meet you. <laughs> nice. Um, and there's, there's a few kind of leave you with warnings of like, don't go east couple of dickheads have posted up there and they're just killing everyone going through and then there's some other people who are like saying oh i think i saw some bandits walking through here at some point talking about how they were going to post up and rob people and keep an eye out for that <laughs> um, thank you we'll keep that, an eye out for it uh, other than that the second map seems to have um Oh my god, it's a whiteout. I was not expecting this. As you both immediately faint. Um, uh, oh, iron. <laughs> Classic technical difficulties. Can I drag you in, please? Wouldn't be online D&D &D with their technical difficulties. Right? Why is it not letting me drag the map in? Here, let me help. What is happening? So we'll put a big rock right here. <laughs> just, just tell me where you want the owlbear well you know what we don't technically need the map for this one um, Ooh. Oh. but it's fine um, this is uh, what the bandits are currently seeing um, <laughs> we will head though, towards the light 
for the sake of everyone's sanity, just switch to my <laughs> splash screen that I have as the landing page for our campaign, so you're not just staring at a white screen. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you carry on through following the path, um, and the trees of the wood part to form a spacious clearing. There are three tents which kind of surround a cold, smokeless campfire. Uh, you can see two humanoid bodies lying near the tents, and the grass beneath them is stained very kind of deep brown from blood. Yeah, perhaps we should turn around. Seems dangerous. Warden will just walk right in. Or perhaps <laughs> not. Warden's that friend. <laughs> I don't know if we should do this guy just walks in. <laughs> um, yeah, you uh, you head into the campsite. Um, and the bodies start moving. No. Uh, <laughs> there yeah, you can you can kind of see the tents and the dead bodies. Alright. Uh I will roll an investigation check. Sure. What do my metal eyes see? <laughs> Wonderful, that is a six plus zero. Uh, you see a couple of dead bodies. Uh, a couple of tents. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the obvious parts is you kind of... Are you also actually, like, investigating the bodies specifically, or just kind of investigating the camp yeah. in general? I guess kind of looking for, like, any, like, claw marks, I suppose. Like, to see if I can tell if it was, like, an animal who did that did this, or... Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, Looking for claw marks, you, I would say you don't see any kind of tracks or claw marks. Um, as you kind of, I assume, also look for claw marks on the bodies, considering you were saying looking for potentially an animal having done this. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And as you kind of turn over the first body, you can see very definite, to your very well-trained eyes in this matter... Uh, a throat has been slit by what is definitely not an animal appendage. <laughs> definitely some sort of weapon. Curious. Not done by animals. Yeah, maybe it was a, a similar situation to what we just experienced. That these uh, jump some of the uh, the blade. Oh shit! Midnight blades. Midnight. Blade, the, the group that we're trying to uh, join, that I totally remember the name because it's very cool. The, the, the Blades Blade. of Midnight. The Midnight Blade, of course. <laughs> and uh, they tried to uh, waylay some of our fellow adventurers and uh, met the similar fate, perhaps. Perhaps not. Oh, I'm making cool. shit up. <laughs> perhaps. And it would be weird, though, since they're in a camp, however. Yeah, that is true. Um, hmm. Do they look like uh, brigands, or do they look uh, a little more, uh, you know, fancy, hoity-toity? Um, they seem to be wearing uh, midnight blade leathers. They kind of seem ah, black with silver... Um, all kind of dressed up 
in hunter gear. This does not bode well. Uh oh. Uh, I'm going to maybe like do some rummaging and see if I can't find any other clues. Are you searching the tents? Yeah, I'll take a peek in the tents. Okay. Well, it's 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 mostly because like the only kind of real rummaging is either the bodies or the tents. Mm -hmm. um, there's not really much outside of the tents that would be in the way of like chests or backpacks or anything. Um, and there doesn't seem to be a huge amount on these two bodies that you can see kind of obviously out in the open. Um, and as you kind of go through their tents, pretty similar, very basic tent setup, bedroll. There's a backpack in the corner that just has kind of supplies for surviving out in the wilds for, you estimate, probably about a week or so. Um if needed. Really didn't work. <laughs> yeah, they forgot their anti-throat stab vest. Um, but as you um, kind of peel back the flap to the third tent, you can see there seems to be a third individual inside their bedroll. Hmm. They... Uh, moving at all. Make a perception check. Okay. They're not moving, but the snake piloting their body is. No. <laughs> okay, that's a 15 plus 2, 17. 17. It dead. It dead. <laughs> it very dead. <laughs> There's definitely no kind of movement, breathing, or otherwise. Warden will uh, pull the bag out outside. Mm -hmm. You will see Chester has started to go through the pockets of uh... Oh, hello, uh, what do we have here? <laughs> yes. Mm, another one. <laughs> wow. Searching for identification. Yes, identification is what I am searching for. That is a good <laughs> idea. And he will start uh, searching uh, into the sleeping bag. Mm -hmm. We'll say, seeing as you're both doing it, between the two of you and between the three bodies, you do find um, a handful of like 30 copper pieces. Um, you also, <clears throat> excuse me, do um, find kind of on the insides of these leathers kind of tucked into an kind of almost hidden pocket on the inside almost but it's it's hidden from the outside but like if you were to kind of peel back the collar you can see it it's not like it's supposed to be a hidden compartment it's just hidden behind the armor um there is like a uh, small scroll of parchment that you can kind of unroll um and it has um kind of name um rank within the guild that was the word i was looking for um they're kind of like ranking within the guild uh join date <laughs> and then 
at the bottom of the piece of paper, the Midnight Blade. Yeah, as Warden takes it out, he, like, will unfurl it and just stare at it. And, like, however long you think it would take for him to read, it takes uh, a lot longer than you'd think. <laughs> He's a slow reader. Nice. Uh, do you share that uh, information with Chester, I assume? As soon Maybe as he's done reading it. <laughs> he's just stood there silently for like 10 minutes. Yep. <laughs> saying nothing as Chester's like, uh, you know what, uh... just to, to, to hop on this uh, bandwagon of uh, stupidity, uh, Chester takes the 30 gold and it takes him a Copper. pretty long time to uh, split it in half because we got a couple of real dum-dums here ah here's your 15 if my math is correct which you did frequently is not uh copper pieces this appears to be a roster of some sort hmm. interesting interesting i don't know it's, it's uh... like a personal thing so each one of the three of them have their own with their name their rank midnight blade oh like more so like a um... dog tag like an id thing if they needed it Mm. To identify As not the bodies. uncommon practice mm. in a guild. This does right. not fill me with the joy of any kind. Warren would just cover the uh, the body in the sleeping bag again. Nice. <laughs> mm. I at least should at least take this to the guild. Yeah. Yes, that is true. There may be a reward. You are right. Uh, and the other two, he'll just take some of the tent fabric and then just cover the bodies with that. Nice. Prime Should we uh, say a few words, perhaps? Why? Oh, you know, uh, formality. Dearly beloved. No, wait, that's a wedding <laughs> ceremony. Um, dearly departed. Although we didn't know you very well or at all, you will be missed by others, I assume, unless you're a bunch of jerks. Amen, or some Also else. tough. <laughs> nice. <laughs> In the top oh, left corner of your too. screens, you see the gods disliked that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you uh, you cover up the bodies. What would you guys like to do? Further wandering, I suppose. Surely we're going to come across some sort of creature eventually. It's early, right? Surely. Back on the road. Who wants to roll a D hundred then? Because oh. this part Ooh. of the one shot has random encounters, yo. Fine. Because <laughs> why not? So you what? Uh, you have one. I don't. But if you roll a hundred, it's a Tarask. I have a. Yes, I have. I'll let you roll actual dice. I'm using D and D Beyond. My fuzzy pink set. Nice. Uh, Steph actually made these with her little like little resin stuff. They were inspired from another character I played with her. 
That is an 88. 88. Let me consult my table. Who wants to roll 1d6? Okay, I'll do the d6 then. I roll... The first time I think I've ever used a, a 1d100. A 2. Let me have a look. Um... So, you guys set off down the path. Um, what are both of your passive perceptions? <laughs> Eleven. Where is that on my sheet? Should be on the oh, homepage. Uh, yes, twelve. Eleven and twelve. Excellent. <laughs> Is it? Yes. <laughs> because neither Brandless of you water, hear my favorite. until it is ever so slightly too late. <clears throat> As the sound of rustling can be heard nearby and then one of the most fearsome sounds one could ever hope to not hear whilst journeying through the woods. You hear echoing through this dense space, reverberating through the trees, what sounds to be a very loud, low, and deep croak. Like mm. a frog. You say frog, heinous. Run for your lives. <laughs> oh god, I wish. Can you imagine? <laughs> That'd be wild for two third levels. <laughs> what would it? I can't remember what Ciara is. I think they're I like think CR5. Pretty high. Yeah. Yeah, and Albert's like CR three to five or something, but don't worry, it's a reduced threat one that I've homebrewed. Oh, don't worry. Thank god. god. That I was mean. weird. <laughs> <laughs> don't hey, you found right me Albert! You're dead. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, did, I did have a worry there. But, Going. as you are journeying through the trees, you hear a very loud rustle and a snap as a nearby tree just completely topples as not one, but two rather large toads... <laughs> <laughs> Why did I put this on the table, man? I didn't think through how ridiculous this sounds. Giant, Giant toads are always a ridiculous monster to use, but I'm going to roll with it as two <laughs> giant toads come leaping through the forests. Azith is a wild place, guys. <laughs> um, but it's time to roll initiative. These ones are deadly. Uh, baby. Uh, Ooh, 21. I'm going to have to find a way Oops, to die. add you to initiative. I guess nice. I'm just going to have to put your tokens Wonderful. on screen, I suppose. And then... No, no, no. Um... 
a uh, nat 3 for me. Nice. Where's the add turn button gone? Oh, I'm on the map layer. Oh, I've put you on the map layer. We'll get there eventually, guys. Add turn. There we go. Um, I don't... Actually, I didn't think this far ahead. I don't have a frog token. Oh, yeah. So, I guess that's a, oh. a random table difficulty. Yeah, that'll, for everything. that'll do that for you. So I'm going to use last week's dryad. Green? Is it a green dryad? It is. That's do you recall? Um, and I'm also going to use last week's vine blight for frog number two. That's so, so much frog like. <laughs> yeah. Chester was 23, right? Or was that Warden? 21. 21. So Chester was 21. Warden? 3. 3. That's where I got the 3 from. And. Frogger number 1. Nice. Good job, Frogger. And number two. Wow. No. There we go. Now it's in the right order. So. Uh, Chester. About 40 yeah. feet from you. The first giant toad emerges. <laughs> All right, so 40 feet. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to use, if you hit it, oh, attack roll. Damn. All right, I think because it is 40 feet, he's going to move up 10 feet, okay. uh, brace himself a little bit, uh, and say, uh, uh, you sir are mighty disgusting. Uh, your slimy skin is uh, really abhorrent to behold. Uh, and this is, of course, vicious mockery. Hey, it's a classic, folks. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, DC 13 wisdom. Yes. Uh, giant toad is unfortunately not giant wise. That's a 13. Uh, meets it, beats it. Oh, I thought he was just so 40. nothing happens other than he probably feels very bad about himself. Yes. A single tear rolls down the toad's face. <laughs> if toads can cry. Rock tears. But you know what? Oh, we don't have giant toads in real life, so we'll say giant toads can cry. <laughs> uh, and that'll be me. Cool. Warden. Alright. Uh... He'll move up also 10 feet. Mm -hmm. um, and I will hold my action to attack when it's in range. Nice, nice, nice. All reliable. Uh, so this first one is going to use its special trait amphibious and breathe the air. And then <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it's it's gonna yes it kind of crawls forwards uh 10 feet before suddenly leaping <laughs> because <laughs> their online movement is not that great but they can standing leap pretty far to close the remaining 20 feet without needing the running start but it took it anyway because it would have been pointless um which puts it in range of warden's uh held attack as it comes in at chester for a bite because you just insulted it makes sense Ready to roll now? Uh, yes. Perfect. 18. 18 will definitely hit. Plus uh, 5. So yeah. That'll definitely hit. <laughs> Wonderful. 5, 2, 7 plus 3. Uh, that's a 10. 10 damage. Yes. Um, cool. So that's your held action. I like doing the held actions first, just in case, because if you then just immediately yeah. kill them on approach, it's hilarious. <laughs> More than anything else. <laughs> um, but the giant toad is going to come in for a bite attack with a 13 to hit Chester. That will meet my AC. In that case, that is seven points of piercing damage. And I'm grappled. And I'm grappled and I'm bloodied. <laughs> Two horrible things to happen to me. A nice person, I swear to God. Cross with teeth are, it's a terrible image. Wow. <laughs> just this big toothy frog Ugh. Um, and its teeth are little frogs no um, and all of those little frogs have teeth it's Halloween oh, month <laughs> too spooky we did me. it Thank we got you. some spook <laughs> and it's just frogs with teeth that's actually the big bad evil guy of the campaign it's a frog with teeth um, but a second frog emerges from the tree line. Uh, and it's a crazy frog. Um, and it's going to assess the situation because, of course, frogs are remarkably intelligent, especially the giant variety. Um, and it sees Warden, so it's going to try and bite you after moving and jumping with a Maths, 12. To hit. <laughs> Which <No>. doesn't hit. <laughs> As you deflect the teeth with your greatsword. <laughs> they have teeth now, it's canon. God, what have I done? Um, Chester! Alright. Uh, Alright. All right, all right, all right. Uh, here all is right, a, right. a question. Here's an answer. Uh, could I use my telekinetic mage hands to knock this creature prone? Uh, 
with my bonus action. Or did we decide that's an action? Oh no, it's bonus action. It says here, yeah. So I'm going to try to do that first to hopefully uh, aid in my attacking it. Second. So that's a DC reference. 13 strength. Uh, yeah. Just by the way. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try that. Three. Cross my fingers. All right. So he's prone, which is nice. Take that, you uh, little amphibian creature. Ooh, I stab ooh. at thee. Oh, sorry to interrupt. I just remembered we're using 1D&D, &D, the new rules glossary, because that's the thing we're doing. Haven't you both rolled in that one? Yeah. Yeah. Then you both have inspiration, I believe. Oh, okay. Mark. If I remember correctly, which is why I really should have printed it off, but I'm 99% sure, because I was complaining in the last rules glossary that a nat 20 also gives you inspiration. So they've changed it, and this time it's if you roll a nat one, you gain inspiration, which I really I like. I like that better, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The idea that, like, you failed, and you're like, no, I'm going to overcome this obstacle in my way. <laughs> um, so, yes, you both have inspiration. Um, All right, so I attack this, this prone frog with a... 18 to hit, which I assume does. It do. Uh, and he's going to stab down and deal 13 plus sneak attack since I had advantage. 13 plus 1 is 14. Let go of 14 me. damage. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Cool. You do 14 damage to it. Um, and as you do, the tongue that had kind of wrapped around you and was pulling you into its mouth just starts to unravel and spill you out onto the floor as this toad just sinks and drops. Alright, and then he's going to use his... With one last sad croak. To sort of get behind uh, Warden. Uh, Warden, if you don't mind, I am very hurt and I am going to hide behind you. Uh, sort of put Warden between him and the other one. <laughs> nice. Um, as the second toad looks over and, Father, no! Um, <laughs> you monsters! <laughs> why am I like this, guys? Uh, I was about to roll. I don't know why I'm rolling. It's Warden's turn. <laughs> All right. What would you like to do, Warden? That is a... Five for attack, plus five, so ten. That'll hit. Oh, all right. Surprised to be sure about a, a welcome one. <laughs> you are a bold one. That's two plus six, eight plus three. No, wait. Yeah. Um, Eleven. Eleven damage. Nice. Does that end your turn? Yes. In that case, we will say this one, because it was the one that went first, is Dead Boy. 
which means he no longer has a turn. The other one is going to attempt to retaliate at Morden. Ah, yes. An epic combat with a mighty roll of six. As it just bites at the ground where Warden was a second ago before he just calmly stepped back out of the way of the terrifying Beautiful. teeth of this toad. <laughs> I lost my light over. <laughs> uh, Chester. Uh, Chester is going to uh, sort of step out and get within 10 feet. So I got 10 feet reach and doesn't want to get close to these things since they almost killed them. Uh, take this, you little shit. Uh, and... He says to the thing bigger than him. Oh, not 20 for a 25. Nice. nice. That'll hit. Uh, so what are we doing for crits? It hasn't so, come up yet. <laughs> yes. I, on a crit... I maximize the first set of dice and roll the second set. So the example right. I always like to give is if you're hitting with a rapier, you basically do 1d8 plus 8 plus your standard bonus as it is. So you don't double the bonus or anything. But okay, so it's 8 it's... plus 6. Oh, God, math. My, my, my in-character math matches my out-of-character bad at math. Nice. And 11, 12, 13, 14. Uh, and then sneak attack since he's within five feet. So am I, as I'm doing six plus a d6 for sneak attack? Yes. All right. So it gets utterly ridiculous 10. at higher levels of rogue, but it's fun. Well, I'm only doing, a, <laughs> spoiler, I'm only doing three levels of rogue. So it's not going to get too crazy. Uh, so that's plus 10 because I rolled the four. So nice. that's a lot. So the total is... Forgotten by my brain. Uh, nice. 10 plus 13. <sighs> it's a lot. It was a lot of damage. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's enough to do this. So would you like to describe your kill? <laughs> yes, please. Uh, okay, so he uh, gets the rapier, uh, goes one eyeball. Oh, yo, pretty sneaky on that. And then the eyeball's like on his rapier. Oh, how about this? Oh, we're going to have a little uh, eyeball uh, sh uh, shish kebab, are we? And then he plops them in his mouth and spits them out at him. Yeah, didn't see that coming, yeah. did you? Didn't see that coming, did you? Not anymore. <laughs> As it just flops over. <laughs> Uh, All right, I'm very hurt. <laughs> it is dead. I don't suppose you have any healing in that uh, mechanized middle body of yours, perhaps? I do not, I don't think. All right. Well, I could use a rest. Short, perhaps? Long? Also, perhaps. Maybe like an hour of light to no activity, you know? Yeah, yeah, something something to that effect. Uh, actually, with that in mind, he summons his mage hand and just starts to give himself a nice massage on the back. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. I, I think that would do, uh, do well. Very well done. Excellent. Warden well. will just take a knee and not move. 
if you guys are going for a short rest, then this is a very good time for the stream to go for a short rest. So we will take our break now because short rest is a great time to do that. <laughs> short rest. Uh, well, short rest. Hey. Very immersive. Yes. Very immersive. Exactly. Uh, although we're running that variant rule for the stream, so we're only taking a 10 minute break, but in game it's an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, we will Part of our feeds, see. It's a backstory thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. D don't worry about it. It's it's a homebrew thing. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> don't ask too many questions. Um, but yes, we will see you guys back here in 10 minutes. We're back. More or less. Yay, better than ever. <laughs> um, we're back in the game, kicking ass again. Um, oh, I do want to say for those watching that I rolled a three, a three, and a one, so I'm still not back up to full hit points because I have no con modifier. Yeah, that's right. Excellent. I respect it. What are you going to do, right? This is why he doesn't like manual things in general. Well, <laughs> in good news slash just other news, I actually printed off the one D and D rules glossary now, so I can stop saying I forgot to print it off. So we have the playtest rules glossary. Somewhat. <laughs> um. So should I need that? I can dip off screen and grab it from my floor. Uh, <laughs> right. Yes. There we go. We're back. <laughs> Better than ever. Yes. Where we had uh, previously been hunting an owlbear um, through the woods in the hopes of possibly joining the Midnight Blade for no reason other than some strange omniscient voice told you that that is what you wanted to do. Um, because that's how one-shots go. So. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, your will is no longer your own. <laughs> um, but yes, you have made your way through the woods. Survived a bandit ambush. Survived a toad ambush, which was, of course, totally awesome. Um, toad. And that's where we come back as two toady bodies hit the floor. As you finish murderizing two giant toads, what would you guys like to do? Uh, well, uh, that was a nice uh, short rest there. I don't feel quite myself, but uh, I'm ready to proceed if you are. We may. Warden will stand up for his knee. <laughs> Just been there stoically on one knee the whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a man of few words, which just means I have to fill the words that are not there, which I do appreciate. <laughs> That's 
literally where you just were. Um, cool. We want this bit with the other notes. Uh, I have notes sometimes. It's wild. We're not used to me being that organized. So, <laughs> are you guys notes. continuing? Look at me. <laughs> give me inspiration. You already have inspiration. I can't give you any more. Oh, yeah. Give me double, double <laughs> inspiration. So, all right. Are you continuing to follow the path? I'll, uh, I'll answer the question for you. You actually are, because it's my one shot, and it's my world, and you're in my world, and it's my story, and, you know, what I say goes, because that's how DMing works, right, guys? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> what are these weird tracks on this road? Uh, some sort of we made that joke hot. last week. Okay. Uh, I watched, too. I don't remember it. <laughs> we made the train track joke last week. That's, that's parallel thinking. That's all that is. <laughs> Um, it's just easy, easy ammo in a one-shot. <laughs> um, but yes, you continue following the path, obviously. As we jump over... Hey, this one actually worked! Um, you, uh, you continue following the path and obviously see nothing untoward, uh, particularly out of the ordinary, nothing really to worry about. Um, more and more tree stumps <laughs> become <laughs> mingled with the surrounding brush as you work your way through the wood and the sun is now beginning, or the sun is now firmly setting behind you. Um, before long, most of the trees have been reduced to stumps and you can spot the distant wood-framed buildings of what appears to be an inactive lumber camp. Hmm. Um, what was I? That's what I was looking for, your tokens. Foggy brain is good brain. <laughs> there we go. I can't move, oh no! Something has gone wrong with my legs. Yes. I cannot move either. You are temporarily paralyzed while I remember that you currently can't control your tokens. Um, apologies, I'm also resizing the map on the stream so people can actually see things. Uh, yes. How dare you. As you step out and all of a sudden um, the big bad evil guy casts hold person on both of you and you can no longer move because the save is an automatic fail. So... You, uh, you, know, you, just, you just automatically fail because that's just how it is. Um, and then he says, ha ha ha, you fools, I will be on my way now, and vanishes, and suddenly you can move again. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Weirdly, you also don't remember what the big bad evil guy looked like. I think it looks like Mara. <laughs> 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 looks weirdly like a bugbear in a really nice outfit um <laughs> this fine white suit <laughs> but yes as you reach this lumber camp what would you guys like to do as it's totally inconspicuous nothing out of the ordinary here um there are no dead yeah. bodies 
lining the camp. For real? Like, <laughs> you don't see yes, that? Mate. It is, it is quite obvious. You can see blood smears, blood trails, oh, um, and various bodies strewn around. I'm, I am failing to see why anyone comes into these woods. Yeah, it, uh, it does not make a lick of sense. Warren's gonna approach the first body. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna do another investigation because that has gone so well before. Um, do it. What? Do it. Let's see what might have caused this. <laughs> Who've done this? What happened? All right, so that's gonna be a nine. How? How? Nine. Inspiration is what's inspiration? Uh, you roll it again, basically like you had advantage. Okay. Eleven. That's better. Uh, Eleven. I've just minimized something. I can't. I don't know what it was. Ah, yes. It was that. Oh yeah, I'm looking at the wrong thing. It's actually a ten. 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 Minus even one. better. Um, even yes. still, it's quite clear as you kind of look at this mangled body and the strange blood trail around it. Um, there is quite clearly a wagon track around, through the blood. And through the body. Hmm. So, like, he got run over. Yeah. Well, I'm it referring. Looks that way. I hope he wasn't sure. <laughs> Have you or a love ever been run over by a wagon? <laughs> I've had an accident. That's one for you, uh, British uh, television watchers there. <laughs> Assume you guys don't have underdog. <laughs> I watch a lot of British television, but that is not one I'm, <laughs> I'm familiar with. It's right. I won't go into detail because we're not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, that's so uh, hit and uh, hit and run explains uh, this individual here. But uh, uh, what about this one? Uh, sprayed out on this log here. Yeah, you can make a medicine mm, investigation. Wrong. Right, he got run over by a tree. Hmm, that will be a four. He got I run over by no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, again, like I mean, you're not quite sure what, why, where, how, but you know, some things are fairly obvious, even if you rolled a four. Um, especially if you're looking for wagon tracks, and there are none, and instead there's multiple stab wounds. Stab again. Uh, uh, Warden, do you know if a Albert can wield a weapon? <laughs> oh my god, we're dealing with a sword wielding Albert. Sword wielding Albert. It will be so. Okay, well, let's not rule it out. <laughs> That's his wise. It's a yes. uh, where Albert. I mean... You look like a bear. You wield weapons, so yeah. My uh, uh, species, race, depending on uh, how you want to bring it down, he's called a bugbear. Are you familiar? Is Warden familiar? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are a fine and noble race. 
Much loved by all. Debatable. Orange <laughs> is going to take a knee and try to investigate this long smear. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Investigation, medicine, survival. Let's see, what do I have in... Uh, let's go with survival, save. Nothing in that. That's better than the negative one, so... Only a mirror, right? That's a ten. Ten. Um... It's definite, like... You can see the drag marks. Again, some things quite easy to spot. It's not even just me being nice, like... You know, <laughs> a few things are quite easy to spot sometimes in these sorts of scenarios. And you can see, like, there are definite kind of drag marks towards the far wagon, which you can quite easily see has a definite pile of bodies on it. Yeah, you're dead. That is a lot of bodies. Uh, do we hear anything actually, or is this like a totally quiet? Make a perception logging check. camp. Should <laughs> no, I make one as well? Yeah. Eleven. Thirteen. Um, with the thirteen, I'll say you can hear. Um, faint sound of talking from the buildings. Plural. Ooh. Like there's kind of noise coming from both buildings. They will investigate this. I will yeah. come with you. Okay. I'm gonna. Or just have his sword ready. He's gonna peer in. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, just gonna sneak up. Door, window. Uh, window. Are you making any effort to be stealthy? Chester was. Yeah, Chester can. I feel like Warden doesn't. Right, Chester was. <laughs> yeah. The right. other dude. <laughs> so Chester rolled a stealth check. If Warden isn't making any attempts, then do Ooh, not 20 for 23. There you go. Um... So, Warden, you kind of look back and Chester has just vanished. <laughs> um, but you head over, stomp over, you peering in through a window, uh, make a perception check. Uh, plus two, that's going to be 18. 18. Um, you can see through the window. Very, very grimy window. It's not been cleaned in a very long time. But you can see um, there appears to be kind of very low candlelight inside uh, on a table where two people seem to be sat opposite each other uh, playing cards. Um... However, 
Well, I know it would be their passive perception, wouldn't it? I was going to make a perception check for them, but they're not actively looking. They don't know. It's their passive perception to see if they hear you clomping over to them. Um, I mean, Chester's obviously pretty good, you know. Warden, on the other hand, stomping over to the window and just standing there, like... Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um... oh. Passive perception is a 10. I mean, so they definitely don't know Chester's there. I'll make a quick perception check, see if they hear Warden. Because they are busy. They're preoccupied. They're playing a game. Uh, it's 14. Which I wouldn't normally call out. But, you know. Um, we'll say, seeing as um, Warden wasn't really making much effort to <laughs> be quiet. You see one of the heads kind of jerk up at the table and you hear the oh-so-classic Telltale, is someone there? Must have been the wind. Yes. Is someone there? You picked a bad time to get lost, friend. Is someone there? <laughs> Can't wait to count your coin. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, you, you do hear like a Someone there from that table on the inside. Are you doing or saying anything? Um, As we can probably assume Chester at that point ducks under the window, considering he was being sneaky. He was considering just answering, <laughs> but oh, waiting to enough. see um, what the... Feel free to. You... Oh, shall I? You appear to have card problems. <laughs> you see both figures kind of stand up from the table and draw weapons from their belts. One of them comes in the direction of where you were talking. Just kind of <clears throat> on the window. <laughs> As they see you just stood there. <laughs> Outside the window. If um, I can. <laughs> yes. I, oh, God. I really just want to, like, punch the window and pull him through. Because <laughs> that's, like, the most Terminator thing I can think of right now. Your clothes. <laughs> give them to me. <laughs> can I? If you want to try, go ahead. As you have that brief moment where you see him kind of startle back. That is a 14, would that be a strength for you? Yes. Alright, so that's a 19. 19. Cool. So, you definitely successfully punch through the window. <laughs> Wonderful. Double check the modifications on Grapple, which I believe now is just an attack roll. Um, in fact, I'm certain it is. I just want to double check they haven't changed it because I've been using it a lot with my monk that I play in my home game. Because I have like five attacks. So I just make one of them a grapple and punch people repeatedly in the throat. Um, no, that's the grappled condition. Attack action. Um... If they haven't modified it for this new rules glossary, then that means it is still 
part of the attack action. So you can make an attack and then choose to not do damage and instead grapple him and pull him through the window. Okay. I will allow it because it's funny. And also because he's not actually being hurt. That's <laughs> a 16 and what modifier would that be? Uh, your attack modifier. So you're literally just making like a normal okay. attack. But the idea is you, um, I think it's, yeah, you just make an attack and then you just, rather than deal damage, grapple them. An unarmed attack, yeah? Uh, yes. Or do you use your weapon? Yeah. I think it can be any makes... attack, but, because <clears throat> as long as you have a free hand, you can do it. So I guess it would I'll say unarmed, strike. I suppose. So that'd be Either a way. plus five. So yeah. 16 plus five. That will hit. <laughs> as he's just like, hey, come have a look at this. What the hell is. <laughs> Grab him, drag him out the window with a. <laughs> and the other just. <laughs> draws weapon, charges out the door. Um, we will add in some tokens. So we'll put the first one here next to you. I know Second you. One is. <laughs> Coming it's your out brother as well. Um, as he help, <laughs> we're all initiative. <laughs> seeing as you've just violently pulled someone through a window. You, yeah. Fourteen. There we go. That's a twenty. Nice. So it's a twenty-two. So, combat tracker. Why did it not add to the combat tracker? There we go. Oh god. Why does it always add my monsters, like, four times? So many of them. That was scary. Right, so Chester was 14, did you say? 14, yep. And... Warden was 20... Uh, 22. 22. And then the bandits. I mean, the what? No, bandits, bandits here. No. Oh, I hate uh, bandits. I don't think they are. I'm just using their stat blocks. They give thieves a bad name. Um. Yes, they're actually not. I'm just using bandit stat blocks. Right. So the first one got. They have a plus one, so he got. Two. <laughs> and the other one got 11. And then the final two. Oh my god, they rolled the same number. Which is great because um, if you guys get simultaneous initiative, so do your enemies. But, up first, we have Warden, as you drag this guy screaming through the window. What would you like to do? Rise, motherfucker. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's, let's roll a greatsword attack. Yay. That's a seven. Okay. So seven plus five 
That's 12. That will just hit. Oh, wonderful. Where's a good place to put the initiative tracker there? There's a whole six for damage. Six damage. Cool. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. There we go. He's taken six points of damage. Excellent. Does that end your turn? Yes. Chester. Chester, going to come here and uh, just look at this individual. Chester Fields, pleased to meet you. And stab him uh, probably in the back. Uh, ooh, that all hits. 22 to hit. Yes. It's going to be a lot because I haven't got to use this yet. Surprise attack, which is, if you're unfamiliar with bugbears, if you get a creature with an attack roll, the creature takes an extra 2d6 damage if it hasn't taken a turn yet. There you go. So this is going to be a lot of damage. Uh, let me do my rapier first, which is 15 damage on the rapier. Wait, Damn. that makes sense. I was going to say how. 8 yeah. plus... Oh, it's adding your the bonuses. sneak attack. Why is it adding the sneak attack for me? Oh, that's huh. fun. <laughs> that's weird. Okay, so that's with the sneak attack, which I don't know why it added that automatically. No. Weird. Okay, so <laughs> 14 plus... Oh, my God, 10. <laughs> so 24. Um, wait, so what was the rapier damage? Because uh, Do you have you sneak attack? Yeah, because he's within five feet of... Oh, yeah. Uh, right. Uh, what's that? Yes. But I don't know why it automatically added it. That's sort of weird. Fair Every enough. other time I've had to push it. So uh, 24 <laughs> total. Yes, 24 will do it. As he did. Uh, Stab okay, him in the chest was... repeatedly. So that was five. So I will go 10... 15, 20, 25, 30. And come around the other way. Uh, and then... Smart. That will be... That's my bonus action situation. Uh, do I have to be able to see for Bardic Inspiration? I believe... That, you, that can hear. It's just okay, here, so yeah. Here. So uh, he's going to say, uh, uh, way to go, pushing, uh, pulling that guy through the window. That was the... Uh, Pretty sick move. I look forward with anticipation to seeing more of that sort of thing. And uh, there's your bardic inspiration. Just as like he has like his hand around the guy's like collar or whatever. He's just beating him in with the palm of the sword. <laughs> he just goes over and thumbs up, <laughs> and then continues. Excellent. Um, if that ends your turn. It does, yes. Then these two boys in this house have simultaneous initiative, which means they can move at the same time, so that's another one of my homebrew rules for those who don't know. If two players, or indeed two NPCs, roll the exact same initiative, they can either choose to go separately or act together. Those of you who listened to Campaign 1 will be familiar with some of the fun tactics that people came up with and combo moves. Um, unfortunately... It works for enemies as well. So they come charging out of the house after hearing a crash and a scream for help. <laughs> and they are going to 
crouch down behind this tree stump and fire at Warden with their crossbows. Ooh, I'm taking one of those crossbows. Assuming the we don't die. first person's attack is a 12 to hit Warden, which I believe misses. And the second is a 13. As you're just smashing this guy's face in with the pommel of your greatsword, you just feel two bolts shatter against your back. Starting to rain. But! As he spits a tooth at you, it is now your new friend's turn. <laughs> as he's wildly swinging his scimitar at you. <laughs> Not your friend, pal. I'm not your pal, buddy. <laughs> uh, fourteen to hit with the scimitar. Nope. <laughs> He's a bit predisposed with all of the pommel in his eyes. Um, Warden, <laughs> it's your turn. What would you like to do? <laughs> <laughs> You're in danger. <laughs> Ooh, that's a 19. Hits. Lovely. That's more like it. We have a 6 and a 2, so that's 8 plus 3, 11. 11 damage total? Yeah, 11 damage total. Nice. As <laughs> you're just thundering into him, will you please stop hitting my slumps? That's one got them. <laughs> <laughs> he just turns to the two archers. You see the single bead of sweat <laughs> on both of them. I imagine it's like uh like how in Goblin Slayer did you just see like the one glowing eye through the helmet visor? <laughs> uh, that was your turn. Chester. Uh, just uh, gonna pop out, gonna look at, uh, we'll say the one at the top, and say, uh, your friends died quite easily, and I expect you will have similar fates with some vicious mockery. Nice. Uh, yeah, so, uh, 13, you gotta beat. Died. Okay, so you take... Which one were you targeting? Uh, the the top one, the the further cool. north, let's say, uh, takes a massive two damage, and of course has disadvantage on his next attack. Uh, then he's gonna uh, sort of uh, look to Warden. Uh, 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 we gonna let them come to us? Uh, that's my plan. And then he ducks back <laughs> behind the building. Let them come. <laughs> um, cool. In that case, as. One of them wipes the tears from his eyes after being viciously mocked. They both take aim again at Warden because he's a lot easier to hit right now. <laughs> In theory. I take it. Uh, the first one is a mighty 10 to hit. Mm -hmm. The second is a 19. <laughs> uh oh, that'll hit. <laughs> so this one is like catches you mid-turn. The first one kind of hits the shoulder as you're turning. The second just goes straight through the visor. 
Have you been? I hit? got him. <laughs> That's the first time uh, I've been hit. Okay, I kind of thought. So. I kind of thought. So. It was bound to happen you sooner or later. You, you take. see his head go back. <laughs> and lower. And he comes back down. <laughs> Uh, nine points of damage. I rolled max damage. Wow. Hell nice. Yeah. Not bad. As they just fist bump. <laughs> and it's Warden's turn. Warden he is angry. now a unicorn. He is. He's the a, first ever Warforged unicorn. unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So... I do have a light crossbow. Can I flavor <laughs> it as it's like, in, and <laughs> I, I flavor it like it, it's like in my arm. I was gonna say you're like robocopping this, like your knee comes yep. open and a gun comes out. Sure. Yep. Wonderful. You guys remember when the Robocop shot that guy in the dick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very vividly, yes. <laughs> Yeah, the more I think about it, the more vividly I can picture it. Oh, good times. That's going to be a 16. <laughs> 16 will hit. I'm still laughing at Robocop. Um, yeah, 16 will hit. <laughs> That'll be a 8 for damage. 8 damage. Are you attacking the one that's already been damaged or the other one? Uh, yeah, I can do the one that's already damaged. I think it's better focus on a single target. As uh, he was, Usually. funnily enough, the one who hit you. As he kind of turns to his friend, he's like, Hey, I got him! Turns back and, Oh, my eye! Ah! Oh, ah, oh, he got me! <laughs> he got me back! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um... I did not think he'd do that! Ah! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and now I close the distance. <laughs> like the Tom Cruise sprint. <laughs> oh god, he's coming! Jester. Alright, Chester going to briefly pop out again. Uh, hello again, it's me, Chester Fields. Uh, you there with the arrow in your eye, that actually makes you look better somehow, you ugly mother fudger. Yeah, you don't need to swear every time. Uh, that'll be some vicious <laughs> that'll be some vicious mockery on him. Of course. Uh, it's a 13 exactly, plus zero. Yeah. Okay, so no damage for that. Uh, then he's going to use his bonus action to uh, try to tele telekinetically uh, knock him prone. Well, if that didn't work, perhaps this will. And that's a DC 13 strength save. Uh, that is a 14. I didn't do anything this turn, but you're still gonna die. And then he pops back. As, as he's just like, Your words are nothing! And then there's a brief pause and, oh, Something just pushed it further into my eye! <laughs> <laughs> as the telekinetic shove didn't quite push him over, but it did push no. the bolt in a bit further. Um... Cool. In that case, it's their turns. Um, one of them is going to drop his crossbow and pull a sword on you, Warden. The other one is going to carry on taking pot shots because there's still a, a tree stump between you and him. So for now, 
He's actually no, he can because uh, he doesn't need to disengage. He's gonna step back a bit, but not so far back that he's out of the view of our intrepid viewers. Um, <laughs> he's gonna step next to the tent, and he's kind of like trying to get a bit of cover from <laughs> how the tent kind of comes out to the side and he's going to take another shot at you whilst the second one swings at you uh the shot is a grand total of seven and the sword is a grand total of 16. Nope. both well, miss damn <laughs> This is why Warden charges the enemies and Chester doesn't. <laughs> why I hide yeah. behind a shed. As uh, this second one draws his scimitar and swings at you and the blade just shatters on your chest. He looks down at it and drops it, draws another one. <laughs> and it's now oh, your turn, Thank Warden. You. Clever. <laughs> Actually, you know, uh, can I do a repost on that? Sure. I, I got them back, so might as well, right? I'll allow it. Alright. That is a 6 plus 5? Yes, so 11. Will miss. You have you're a like... bardic inspiration. Do you have a bardic? He does. Uh, how much is your bardic? Less. Oh, okay. D6. That's a four. So that's a 15? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as this blade shatters, you go in with the repost, and he kind of grins at you, drops the shattered blade, draws the new one, and kind of uses it to deflect this greatsword, and is like, ah. Not as great as you thought you were, are you? And then looks down and the sword's just lodged in his hip. <laughs> and, nice. and it's your turn. Uh, do you want me to roll damage for that? Yes. Yes, I do. I love it when Bardock actually works. <laughs> or... Like that. He literally needed the tiniest little bump. Yeah. So it's perfect. Yep. You'd love to see it. Uh, so that's four plus three, seven, and an extra six from superiority dice. Nice. So 13. Um, well, this guy actually has uh, warforged resistance and fighter resistance. Mm. Oh, of course. And they stack. I didn't think of that. So he takes a quarter of the damage. Um, yeah. Fair. <laughs> um, uh, of course. Cool. <laughs> But it's your turn. <laughs> All right. Uh, now I'm just gonna hit him normally. Ooh, that's a five. Plus, yeah, five. So ten. Ten will miss. Understandable. Have a nice day. <laughs> um. That will be it for me then. You weren't quite expecting him to still be so mobile after taking a greatsword to the hip, but he kind of jumps to the side and deflects with the scimitar with a very loud cry of pain at the same time, but he still manages it. Uh, Chester. Chester's going to 5, 10, 15, 20. Can I see 
Yeah, you know what? I'll go for the one in front of, uh, with another uh, vicious mockery. Uh, you're about to die, and it's because of a rumor. What do you think of that? Not very fun. <laughs> wow. Uh, three. Alright, so it takes... Ooh, maximum damage. Maximum four damage. Uh, and has disadvantage on his next. Uh, then he's gonna just hop through this window and look at the card table and see if there's any money on it. Perhaps they were gambling. As the last thing you see before you do this is just like, yeah, what do you think about that? You watch as the bandit just kind of... Or not the bandit, but still... Um, pauses, looks at Warden. You watch him look down at the scimitar and he just <sighs> turns it and just stabs himself and dies because the, the vicious mockery damage killed him. But it's, it's wow. funny to flavor it that way. Wow. Vicious <laughs> okay. mockery dust. That's like the worst stuff. Yeah. He literally, <laughs> literally insulted him to death. You're going to have disadvantage on your on the pearly gates as well. <laughs> Uh, um, and then, with um, regards to searching the table, I believe that's gonna... still an action. Alright, then he'll just peer at it for next time. Although, once we have everyone's uh, class stuff for the playtest, I do believe, I can't remember if it's rogues in general or if it's just the thief subclass, but they can do the search action as a bonus oh, yeah, action. Yeah. I don't think I can. Which is uh, I'm awesome. not going thief anyway. Um, but um, that ends your turn. And he is deaded. And the other one with the crossbow is going to take another crossbow shot. But first, he's going to 5, 10, 15 take some cover <laughs> behind the the wagon of bodies <laughs> i uh, can here. see you and just shuffle the map up a bit there we go and that crossbow bolt is 17. I, my soul's roll out of the way <laughs> but not just the one though right it's the full circle roll you dodged a bit too early, so now you have to roll again. Yeah. <laughs> I anticipated. <laughs> As the, the bolt into the ground next to you. Um, and it's your turn. <laughs> Warden does not care how far you move. <laughs> he will find you. Now, Warden is a bishop, so he can only move to corners. <laughs> so... <laughs> He's gonna come over here, doesn't care about his cover. Nice. And uh I'm gonna make an attack. I'm not gonna make an attack, that's three. That's a three. You miss. As he just <laughs> under the wagon. I just, yeah, I just see like like a Jason Voorhees like about to like, cut down, but like it's <laughs> lodged into like the the wood of the wagon. Absolutely. Chester. Uh, can I see this individual from here? Kind of looks like I can, but double check. Depends if you're searching the table or looking out the window. 
Well, I was thinking of using my bonus action to try to knock him prone, and then my action to search the table. This is my game plan, if I can see him from here. Sure. Which, yeah, okay. So, uh, sit down, and he's going to potentially pull him down. 15. Uh, he will not pull him down. Uh, and then I will Something is pushing this bolt further into my eye! <laughs> uh, then he's going to use his action to not help his new friend and uh, search for coin with a 12. Um, with a 12. You don't find any coin on the table. What you do find, however, um, is a sheet of paper very much like your own. Um, mm. which was the sign-up sheet for the hunt. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Uh, all right, so he'll just sort of uh, get out of the window. Yeah. Okay. And that'll be his dream. Um, this poor, poor man with a bolt in his eye is going to barrel roll out from where he was cowering under the wagon <laughs> and use half his movement to stand up and then he's going to drop the crossbow and as part of his attack stab at you <laughs> with a scimitar for all the good that's going to do uh, if I don't drop my dice before I roll them. That's a dirty 20. Oh, a dirty 20. Yeah, sure, that hits. So dirty. Um, ooh, ooh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, what's the damage on this? Pitiful. That's what it is. But I'll use my metal dice for more drama. Uh, five points of damage. <laughs> as he just finds one of the joints in the armor and stabs through to where the wiring is. Alright. Um, but that'll end his turn. <laughs> and it's now your turn. Just whisper to him, I pumped vigor. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna stab him. Ooh, that 20. Nice. Let's go. What are the rules for that 20 again? Uh, maximize the first set of dice. So with a greatsword, it's 2d6 plus 12 plus your bonus to hit. Uh, to damage, even. <laughs> Jeez, how do you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but it's nice to know what he rolled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright, uh, for I like this... To, I like to hear the big numbers. Oh, yeah. Neuron go. <laughs> Alright. Uh, the way I'm going to flavor this is he grabs the dude by, like, the scruff of his shirt or whatever. Nice. And then, with one arm, just kind of, like, throws him over his shoulder... <laughs> And face first into the ground, just letting the arrow puncture all the way through now. Nice. Nice. And your damage total was? <laughs> oh, for... You want, you want my actual damage total? 
oh yeah, we might as well. We want to know what you roll. Okay. You definitely killed him, uh, but like, well, that's, nice that's a ten already. Nice plus twelve because <laughs> <It's> twelve. <laughs> uh, and then plus your damage bonus. That's also like a that's a three. <laughs> so what, like twenty five? A lot of math. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 25. That's a lot of nice. math, man. It, it's it's enough to have uh, killed him pretty good. twice. <laughs> As you just... Whoop. <laughs> he very dead. Amazing. Well. That's that. Um... <laughs> What was that sound? Oh my god, what have you done? <laughs> As you come out to see him just throw this guy over his shoulder. <laughs> ah, the humanity. Well, they were jerks. They were. They deserved it. But what would you guys and, like to uh, do? I'm going to take a peek into this cart. The body cart? Sure. Yes. What type of people are these? Are these like peasants? Varied. Like villagers. Um, <laughs> make a perception check. That is a 19. Nineteen. Um as you look through this cart, they don't seem to be peasants by any means um they all seem like you can see like kind of holsters and all those sorts of things for weapons there's armor and as you start looking through you definitely start to recognize some of the faces of some of the other hopeful applicants to the midnight mm. blade okay well this is a travesty but it does probably mean we're more likely to get in <laughs> it looks like we're the last one standing. You gotta find those silver linings. Our odds you know are I mean? better now. <laughs> now uh, we just have to kill the other one. Yeah. <laughs> we're definitely it's like in. four max. Uh, similar question uh, from before uh, regarding the scimitar. Uh, do you have any desire to have these crossbows? I wouldn't mind getting my hands. I do not currently have anything that can shoot at range. What type of crossbows are these? Uh, light crossbows. Uh, you can have them. I, I already have one. I'll, I'll, Ooh, I'll give a fighter that answer for free. Fighters know their weapons. <laughs> and it's just a basic light crossbow. There's nothing fancy going on. So you can look at it and go, this is a light crossbow. <laughs> I'm proficient, so I must at least know them a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, how many, uh, uh, you might want to roll for this, I bet, uh, how many bolts can I find on these individuals? Because I don't have question. any of that either. Um, I mean, most of them are either in or shattered off of Warden, or the ground around where he was. <laughs> um, but you do manage to recover, we'll say, 13 bolts. Perfect. 13. Take one, right. He'll take the one out of his head and hand it over. Oh, thank you, thank you, most kind. <laughs> it's a little blunt, but probably still usable. 
All right. I now have a crossbow. Do 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 do. Thirteen. Cool. Yeah, and over one of the crossbows, and he does the. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> All right, well, this is a very dangerous group that we were trying to get involved with, apparently. I don't think that they are with the riders. Or the... the blade? What, what was the organization name again? <laughs> the Midnight the Blade. Blade. <laughs> Midnight Blade, okay. I don't know why I was saying rider. Um, you don't think <laughs> the they are with the Blades, <laughs> No, but they did have the list of people who signed up, which is interesting. Not the the list of people who signed up. It's the um, like the sheet that you signed that you also have with you. It has your name. You're basically um, licensed to go on this hunt. Hmm. I should have made so that a bit that, clearer. My apologies. Does that mean they are part of the people who signed up for the hunt? Then, quite possibly. Yeah. Or they said list. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Could mean that people who signed up to join this group are shady. For shame, for shame. Indeed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree with that statement. <laughs> uh, perhaps we check the uh, the larger building. I saw two of them came out of there. Yeah, Warden, Warden will make his way over there. Okay, Nicky. You uh, head inside. From the ceiling. Drops. No, we're not doing that <laughs> this time. I'm picking something else to drop from the ceiling. It's not the whole of this campaign. Um... <laughs> but yeah, you it head inside. It's chandelier. <laughs> It's a pretty similar scenario to the other um, kind of ramshackle lumber camp outpost building. Um, there's a very basic table and chairs. This one does kind of have a staircase going to a higher floor. Um, and there's kind of like a very rough partition <laughs> um, between kind of where the table is and where this vague kitchen area is. Uh, and you can see kind of various items and objects scattered around the table. Hmm. Is the also, fires lit? Apologies, also. <laughs> um... So, again, similarly to the other one, there is, like, dim candlelight, but you can also see in this larger building. I was looking at the wrong house notes. Um, <laughs> in one end, about five feet from the table, is what seems to be a small chest. Ooh. Chester. Eyes light up at the side of a chest, of course. Oh, well. <laughs> that could uh, contain the location of the album we were searching for, probably on a mat. Why don't I uh, open it up? And he will 
first. Check the traps. Hey, no one ever does that in my games. They're idiots. I've blown up a lot of players. Um, <laughs> yeah. My investigation make... not... Yes. <laughs> not that good. Plus zero. That'll be a nine. Doesn't seem to be trapped. Safe as um, houses. But I, I will say, obviously, because as part of it, you are inspecting it quite closely. You do see a padlock on the front of the chest. All right. Uh, let me just. Uh, oh, I seem to have some tools that may help with this on my person. Isn't that interesting? Pulls uh, out a buzz try... saw. You <laughs> <laughs> will try to pick the lock. Yeah, go for it. Mm. So that's a dexterity check with 12. proficiency if you're proficient. Yeah, I was. Um, a 12. Yeah. As you pick in to the padlock, you're feeling around for the pins. It's a lot harder than you were anticipating. Um, and there's a moment where one of the tools kind of slips but you just kind of catch it and push the pin back up and there's a bend you're real close to bending your tool but then there's a as the padlock unlocks just easy peasy lemon squeezy nice click out three <laughs> so it is unlocked <laughs> As you open it, the paint cannon inside. Pfft, no, um, <laughs> I should put more of those in. That's funny. <laughs> New idea for cobalt den traps. Um, <laughs> paint cannons. You. Man, if cobalt were on YouTube, they'd be making prank videos. Non-stop. <laughs> They're definitely like Amazon package glitter bomb YouTubers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So you find inside um, a handful, three to be exact, uh, small leather coin purses. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. No map yet, but uh, this could buy a map, perhaps. Yeah, it's, it's the first thing you see. Um, <laughs> you do also find two gems um one looks suspiciously like a diamond and one looks suspiciously like a ruby um, mm -hmm. you know they're fairly well known <laughs> gemstones as far as gemstones go um and then there are two vials of reddish liquid and what appears to be a crystal ball Ooh, jackpot. Most interesting. Well, I'm a, a fair and equitable sort. Uh, do you have a preference when it comes to, say, these two gems? Red, white, clear, reddish, ruby, diamond? Um, you just get silence back. That's the visor just stares at you. Uh, you know, he's going to sort of judge his aesthetic and say, you know what, I think the red, and he passes the ruby. <laughs> we'll it the... into the visor. <laughs> cool. So and I will take this diamond. Cool. Um, you can obviously 
at any point attempt to appraise things or just make a guess at how much you think gems How much do I worth? think this diamond is worth, would you say? I'll say make an intelligence check. Perfect. Minus... Has, has Warden okay. had much dealing... Warden Chester had much dealing with gems? Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I, was, I was thinking, like, is he more of a money man or is he a gem guy or a bit of both? <laughs> just material wealth in general. He's yeah, a fan. just to kind of help me set that DC. <laughs> yeah, nine anyways. Nine. Um... I'd say it's enough to get you in a rough ballpark. Um, depending on the vendor, possibly, and you might be wildly wrong on this, you'd need to get your tools that you left back home um, to have a proper look. So you don't know if there's any scratches or anything, but like, if it's as good as you hope, maybe somewhere in the region of 50 to 70, if not, possibly somewhere in the regions of kind of 20 to 40 gold pieces but approx 20 to 70 <laughs> yes uh how about the the well i guess if you want to similar for the ruby. your own ruby similar for the ruby all right and uh, in the interest the of time <laughs> yes the uh the coin purses are threefold um you open them up they are I quite do. clearly organized in a bag of copper a bag of silver and a bag of gold um there is 2400 copper pieces there is 900 silver pieces and there is 70 gold pieces all right let me just do some laborious math here uh, and he divides it in half one Two. <laughs> basically what he does. His math skills one are... One for me, and one for you. And one are on for par me, with mine. And one for you. Here is your... Both sitting at the table. <laughs> Here is your 1,200 copper pieces. Perfect. Let's see, here is your 450 silver pieces. Lovely. The 1200? Yeah, for copper. And your 35 gold pieces. It's almost, almost like I made them numbers that are easily divisible by two. <laughs> not and... easy enough. Okay, well, <laughs> well yeah, I'm not that nice. <laughs> Uh, uh, 1,200, 450, and 35. And one more time with the gold. 35. 35, thank you. No Electrum? Oh, my. Well, uh, I'm certain that is only used in Barovia. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I hate it. Yeah, but it was uses. funny when I was using it in Curse of Strahd and all they found was Electrum. God, you monster. It's I was using the module, it's all it gives them because there is no gold and stuff in Barovia. He just <laughs> mints Electrum with his face on them. I'm not I'm not a monster uh, if the only money they were finding is Electrum. <laughs> but yes, it did then mean they couldn't really use it outside of Barovia. 
Yeah. <laughs> I have a similar thing in my game. I make my players go through the exchange. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then there's those two reddish potions and um, yeah. the somewhat small crystal ball-like object. Um, oh, actually, as well, I should have mentioned... Um, in the pouch which contained the gold was also a small folded up piece of paper. I will read the read paper. Morden will read the paper. <laughs> cool. Um, you unfold it, you have a look. Um, it is not the best handwriting, um, for sure. But you can just about make out um it says um infiltrate the midnight blade kill the other applicants if you have to just make sure you get inside once inside we'll have a foothold in jura may the glory of the sun god shine true forever All right, so 10 minutes after, as he's looking at the 10 minutes go by, <laughs> and he'll, he'll he'll relay that to you. Well, that's... Uh, I know I've said before that things are not boating well, but things are boating less and less well. Infiltrate. Right. I do not know who the Sun God character is. Well, uh, most primitive cultures have uh, references to your Sun God, so could could be anyone. You can make a religion check if you guys are wanting to. <laughs> the 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 two <laughs> real religious ones. characters Ooh, okay. here. Seventeen. Oh. Three. Yep. <laughs> There's just the AOL dial-up coming from Warden. Um, <laughs> Chester, though, with a seventeen, um, you might not necessarily be a religious man yourself, but. You know, you need to know things to blend in and snoop around and know your targets. Um, you know the Divine Council, the main ruling gods that are kind of the force for good. You know the Council of the Fallen Lords, which is basically the opposite. Um, you know a handful of the gods in between, the Raven Queen the god of virtues, some of the more neutral gods that are somewhat minor in comparison. You've definitely never heard mention of a sun god. Alright, I do not know of this particular deity. Outside of, as you say, you know, more primitive cultures worshipping the sun as either a god itself or having their own kind of internal sun god the real sun god was the friends made along the way yes that's the one cut off there <laughs> i didn't hear most of that <laughs> um probably best you didn't okay <laughs> good the the real sun god is that dude from jojo who nearly killed them all with dehydration um oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah what would you guys like to do 
Uh, I will uh, hand over a red... pose. <laughs> I will <laughs> hand over one of the red potions. Cool. Uh, do you have any idea what this might be? I have a feeling I know what it is. What do I check? Arcana. All medicine. Might as well. I feel like medicine's all mm. right for judging potions. It'll. Get a sixteen in Arcana. Nice. Four. So, uh, <laughs> for all he knows, it's a red. It's a red power aid. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, which one are you checking out, Chester, with your sixteen? Uh, I used Arcana for that. Yeah, but which potion? Oh, because I'm a dick. No. Uh, the one in my hand. <laughs> the one that I didn't hand over. Okay. Uh, in that case. Uh, yes, sorry. Again, I should have made it a bit clearer. One's in kind of like a pyramid bottle with a cork stopper. Mm. The other one is in more of like a straight vial. So which would Chester be holding? Uh, I'll go pyramid. Cool. It's um, a cool shape. Yep. For a bottle. And... Probably the more easily identifiable of the two as a somewhat regular, more well-known potion. It is a potion of greater healing. Ooh, greater. Yes, it only works on cheese graters. Warden will hand it over and say, I believe it is either cherry flavor or strawberry. <laughs> It doesn't come up, come up healing. Oh, there it is. Potion of healing. Brackets. Yeah, they, they do All it right. <laughs> really annoyingly on D&D Beyond. It's got me every single time. I'm like, where's the damn... Oh, it's potion of healing. Greater. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have one potion of healing and one mystery potion. Not to be confused with other mystery potions I sometimes have available during campaigns where it's mystery effect. Maybe you'll turn into a horse, who knows? Although it could be one of them. You don't know that yet. <laughs> if a horse wouldn't turn, will turn into a motorcycle. <laughs> uh, and the crystal ball, uh, would you yes. like to carry? Or shall I? I'm really strong enough to the... carry it. Until we can figure out what it does. If it, in fact, does do anything. It's really uh, shiny. <laughs> There's a crystal ball on... Yes, there is. I'll just add that. Yeah, so that adds the crystal ball arcane focus item. Um, hmm. Which is a good placeholder for something that looks and feels suspiciously like a crystal ball. So, what would you guys like to do? Well, we got some coin in our pockets now. We could just go. Go get a drink somewhere. You could. That's what every DM should... wants to hear. <laughs> Let's just <You> go. <laughs> Literally mirror the last campaign. The... <laughs> I believe we should inform the Midnight Blades about yes. this. Uh, uh, and, and I'm starting to think that the uh, the uh, owlbear is the least of their worries, so perhaps we uh, 
I mean, if we see it on the way back, maybe we take care of it. Indeed. All right. You know what? You're smart. I like you. <laughs> and you, friend Chester, are uh-huh. deadly with your words. Oh, yes, yes. Words are powerful. You are my friend now, I decided. Oh, wow. That didn't take as long as I thought it was. I'm very charismatic. You, you approved know yourself. Say... <laughs> very brave warrior. I would say on a scale of, say, 1 to 20, I'm around a 17 on uh, the charisma scale, if you will. <laughs> so, <clears throat> what are you guys doing? Uh, I suppose we head back to the, the guild hall. Mm-hmm. Sure. Can do if you want. Yeah. Ignore my owlbear. It's fine. It's okay. No, I'm joking. <laughs> if you want to head back, you can. Um... I mean, searching for owlbear signs on our way back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we get lucky. Aggressive hoots. It's fine. You've ruined my one shot now. It's okay. No. <laughs> um, yeah, if you want to search for signs on the way back, like Owlbear, one mile this way, um, <laughs> you can give me perception, investigation, or survival checks. There. Must be this tall to fight the Owlbear. <laughs> That's an eight. Nice. <laughs> Plus one to some of these, and that's a five. Five. You know what? I'm going to use see... my uh, inspiration for Ooh. this. This is Go important, I feel like. Not 20. It's in the chat, Damn. by the way. Or in the <laughs> nice. uh, thing. The thingamabobber. Nice. For 21. <laughs> you you see in a water, under a waterfall in the distance, just giving himself a quick wash as the Albert. No. <laughs> Nice big brush. Clearly wielding a sword. You were right. It's a sword-wielding owlbear. I knew it. Um, <laughs> no, um, are, you, are you taking the same route back, or are you attempting any sort of different route back? I think we could probably take the same one. Cool. Smartest to me. Um, yeah. Um, as you're kind of... Uh, starting back through um, Chester... You do notice, kind of leading just slightly away from the lumber camp, there do seem to be rather large bear-like prints. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Okay, let me uh, throw this at you, Warden. Uh, We come back not only having defeated uh, the evil infiltrators, but also the owlbear that we were sent out to destroy in the first place. We will be hailed as heroes. Very well then. Point away. This away. And he points in the direction the tracks are headed. He goes right that direction. <laughs> Warden activates his HUD. A little map marker shows up from Chester. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Quest added. <laughs> You, uh, you follow the tracks, um, and they do very much kind of veer off the path, funnily enough. Who have thought? 
owlbears don't use roads. Um, except sometimes when they do. But, <laughs> um, as the, the trees kind of get somewhat denser, um, and you head through, keeping a cautious eye on the path so you don't lose where you're going, um, you do eventually come across a rock knoll marked with a yawning cave mouth, um, which fills the centre of, um, what is effectively, it's, it's kind of like trampled down in a way, uh, forest clearing, um, all of this kind of surrounding brush is very, very well trod. There's various kind of pushed over and collapsed trees and logs. Um, very clear signs of a large bear-like creature having done these things. How bizarre. Who would have thunk it? Um, I didn't think through the sizing of these maps, so it just looks horrible on stream. Sorry about that. Um, tokens, 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 tokens. Warden. Chester. Chester. There we go. Then, of course, we need to, uh, give you your control. One... There we go. Um, but yes, <laughs> you can uh, see uh, where the, the cave mouth kind of opens into darkness. As the sun has now quite firmly set behind you, as you can see the rays spilling through the trees mm. of the, the final beams of sun. Well, this uh, this is where the tracks seem to be leading. Uh, just out of curiosity, any sort of does this in front of Warden's eyes. Uh, what's your night vision like? How many fingers am I holding up? I do not see. You, you do not see in the dark. Is that what I am understanding here? I don't think so. Don't think Warford. I just don't get. Dark I don't think they do works. either. Well. No, I they do don't, because when I had a Warforged in my one of my other home games, I allowed him to um, basically buy, like, a night vision upgrade <laughs> for himself. Okay, well, uh, I have a lantern here, should we uh, wish to light it. It's a hooded lantern, no less. Probably, probably a good idea, so you can, you know, see where you're going and stab it and search. Hey. You take it. All right. You have a hooded lantern. Cool. All right. Do you ben, have Warden. a game plan? Wait, I can do a thing, can't I? I can show your light. Who has oh. the lantern? I do. Uh, what's the radius on a hooded lantern? It's 30-30. Excellent. So we'll do 30 feet of that. 30 feet. We'll make the dim light orange. I should have made that um, 
60 feet instead, because that's how you show it, right? Yes. Silly Mitch, let's just edit that. I just wanted to double check. Uh, radius, 60 feet. Save. There you go. So anything in orange is dim light. Anything in yellow is uh, bright light. I don't think I see it, or do I? You should be able to on roll 20. Or is it just me seeing? Ah, uh, there's a tick box, isn't there? I see it. Steph told me about this. There's a thing for... Player oh, permissions. For... Players can I... see. When I did this last time. Yes, there we go. I need there to mark it so players I can, can see. see. That's because I did it on your token. <laughs> but yes, now all players can see it. <laughs> cool, cool. See, I listen to oh, you he's... sometimes, Steph. <laughs> he's going to whisper, All right, well... Uh, do you have a, a game plan for this sort of thing? We go in guns blazing. We try to sneak in. They're guns. Guns. Uh, we, you heard of black powder? No. Does that exist, by the way? <laughs> Maybe I um, very much so. That and right. fancier arcano mechanical guns both exist Ooh. in my world. But picture not like fully powder. Okay. I do not have a plan for this. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you got a crossbow. I got a. Yeah, yeah. That, that's an option. I'm sorry. You uh, lagged out of my screen. Mm, same. Uh, <laughs> this is my uh, internet connection. Oh, there. How's that? That's Better or worse. Uh, we could uh, take a crossbow. You get a crossbow. We run in, shoot it in the eyes, then it's blinded, <laughs> and then we just stab it to death. That sounds like it's Christ. All right. Should be easily done. All right. He takes out his Super new crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not very good with crossbows because I'm not very <laughs> dexterous. But still. I can hit it from here, correct? Yes, the range is 60 feet, isn't it? On a light crossbow? At least so, yeah. Yeah. And then the long range well, 80, is... 80, actually. 100. Yeah, 80. 8320. Oh. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's a crossbow. Uh, can we actually see it, though? Uh, make a perception check. At disadvantage, mm. I believe, in dim light. Is it? Uh, God, I can never remember. It so rarely comes up. Let me consult the DM screen because that has it. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. It so rarely twice. comes up because every time I'm like, so you enter the room that's kind of I have dark vision Mitch Mitch I have dark vision we all have dark vision Mitch I've got dark vision did you know I have dark I, vision Mitch I'm I like, restrained yes. myself I restrained myself it's every time it's constant every player except you and I appreciate that you restrained yourself <laughs> yeah it wasn't easy I will admit um light no that's sizes um it's not on the screen uh, yes, dim light is lightly obscured, so you have disadvantage. Alright. I rolled a 7, and then I rolled a 7, so I got a 7. 
<laughs> nice. Uh, so disadvantage, you said? Yes. Alright, so that's 18 and a 10. Or nice. let me see. So that'll make it a 12. 12. Uh, with a 12, you can just about make out the owlbear in the back of the cave. Mm. Looking at the moment like it's do bears curl up? How do bears sleep? <laughs> On beds, apparently. Um, a long time. Yeah, they, they sleep they on got, beds that are up. either too firm, too soft, or just right. Um, but we'll we'll say he is he's doing like, or the owlbear, I don't know why I said he, uh, is doing like the cat thing where the paws are tucked under. Because oh, I, no, like I, I like the thought of that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you can see it's either just laying down, resting, or it is asleep. You're not quite sure which. Hmm. See that out there over there? I'm a wrestling. <laughs> I can't really make it out. Uh, we could always get closer, I suppose. Or should we just shoot from here and cross our fingers? <laughs> I think we're lucky it hasn't noticed us already. That's a good point. It still hasn't. <laughs> I am going to shoot from here. <laughs> Alright. You want to, uh, on the count of three sort of deal? One, two, three, fire? Or one, two, three, fire on three? Oh boy. That's a can of worms right there. Just fire when I say fire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you just said fire. Did you mean fire then? <laughs> yes, bang. Simplified <laughs> version. Okay, I like it. I like it. All right, he's gonna fire when yes. his uh, friend says to fire. For ease, we'll just say both of you roll. <laughs> yeah, thirteen. Thirteen and. Oh wait, should I be rolling with disadvantage? Yes. Okay, so maybe less than that. Less than that. Five. <laughs> Five. Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. Plus four. Hit. Nineteen. Oh, I got him! <laughs> <laughs> so you hear the clatter of one crossbow bolt scraping across the rocks. Warden. Uh, you'll do better next time. Don't worry about it. With your... Uh, Inbuilt systems, you hear that telltale ping of a shot that is hit, <laughs> just it's like the, the simulation marker. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Warden has hit markers confirmed. Cannon. Um, <laughs> yes. No crossbow. <laughs> but yeah, you uh, you hear no sound to indicate that the crossbow bolt has missed roll mm. damage as you hear the shifting and scraping of this owlbear standing up and the furious whatever sounds owlbears make i like to imagine it's a cross between owl screeching and bear roaring uh, no, i will not be making that sound um nine damage 
And, of course, it now knows you're here. <laughs> so, let's go ahead and roll initiative. So far, so good. Uh... All according to plan. Yeah. Maybe a nine for my initiative. Ooh, ten. Add ten. Let's hope it hasn't duped you again. It hasn't. It worked the way it was supposed to this time. Yay. Uh, wait, no, it didn't. It's still the last time, for God's <laughs> <Yeah>. sake. <laughs> You're so excited. I didn't want to tell you that it didn't work. Celebrate it too early. Um, so, Warden, Warden, your initiative was ten, did you say? No. Uh... No, Gordon nine. Was nine. He, he, nine. He was ten. Yeah. That's the one. All the way around. Just, was, I knew I heard a nine and a ten. Just didn't know from where. <laughs> I was too busy screwing around with the initiative tracker. Oh, that's cocked. And you're lucky it was, because the first one when it was cocked was cocked between a 14 and a 20. This one is a grand total of, drumroll please, five. <laughs> so Chester is up first as you hear the angered screech slash roar of a hybrid owl bear that has just been woken up by a crossbow bolt to the face. It's weird that you know that um, specific sound. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30... Uh, and I guess he's gonna try his crossbow. He's not very good at it. It's new, and also he's not that great with them, but it's <laughs> probably the best option. Uh, alright, take this, you little bugger. Uh, ooh, it's a tw dirty 20. Hits. Uh, Roll de marge. So, I get to use this, which is... Uh, see, it's adding sneak attack automatically for some reason. So it's only three, but since it hasn't taken its turn yet, there's an additional... And watch in amazement as the owlbear immediately charges out of the cave and mauls our brand new character to death. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven total. Eleven total. Cool. Yeah. Damn, it's taken a fair bit of damage already. Fucking hell. Uh, you guys and then, you chill. know what? He may as well bonus action his last uh, bardic inspiration. Uh, friend, I'm not too worried about this at all. I'm sure we're going to be fine. Going to be so good, really. And um, that's the last bardic, so you have it somewhere during this fight. Nice. And it's Warden's turn, if that ends yours. It does. Thank you. He's not on the initiative, or at least not on mine. I am not. He is on mine. Ah. You are on mine. Let me delete and huh. add you. Weird. And the whole stream can back me up, because they see what I see. <laughs> you see that? I don't believe him. No, guys, you gotta believe me. No. <laughs> there he is. Okay, I'm there. There we go. All right move up here to protect Chester. Um, I'm going to hold my action for it to uh, charge at me and I'll attack it. Okay. Are you dropping crossbow and drawing sword, I assume, then? Yes, basically. Cool. 
In that case, Albert's turn. That's 20 feet. It can move 40. Hell yeah. Hmm. With the sound of an enraged owl crossed with an enraged bear, the owlbear charges. <laughs> uh, you can see the crossbow bolt kind of sticking out the side of its head. Um, but of course, it's within Warden's death range. So your attack of opportunity triggers. <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful. All according to plan. In um, what now is revealed, Warden's actually a paladin. It's his aura of death. <laughs> What's actually revealed now is that was a one. Nice. Oof. As you're like, oh yeah, I got this. And you swing and it just barrels into you. <laughs> and this, as this it does. Pity, pity in it. <laughs> Inspiration. Um... It's going to... Oh, yeah, you have your, your pity inspiration. Yep. Um, it's going to make That's... a beak attack at you. Beak! 24 to hit. Yep. Oof. And 11 points beak damage. Bug, yeah. Ow. <laughs> is not looking good. And... Then it's going to cast power word kill on the no, chest. stay away from me. <laughs> um Yes. It steps in towards Chester as well. And it's going to make its second attack with its claws. Uh oh. With a nineteen to hit. I'm going to do silvery barbs, that, okay. and hope that the next one is bad. Uh, can I also repost that as well? Can you repost something that doesn't target you? Well, no, my the one that hit me. I'll allow it. But yeah, in sorry, future, we do it before they make their next move. <laughs> sorry. But it's, it's a six. It's, not, it's probably not going to hit anyway. <laughs> Six plus five, eleven. No. Uh, you have okay. a bardic inspiration. That's true. D six. Also, that was a nat twenty on the silvery bobs. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it says a three for inspo, and hey, yeah, I think that's my first uh, nat twenty of this session. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. We'll hit. Hey, that's that's there twice its work. <clears throat> so roll your damage. Five and a seven. Fucking hell. All right. So is that seven total? Or five uh, plus no, seven? No, that's five. Five plus seven. Dude, chill. Because using my spear already die. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, it's it still gets its claw attack. Wait, did I roll the claw attack? No, I, did. I still need damage. You yes, do, I need to uh, do the damage. you do use the lower roll, even though it still hits. I, I'm not going to get hit with that nat 20, fortunately. Oh, the nat 20 was to save against 
Oh yeah, it's not save, it's a re-roll. Yeah. Yes, cool. That's fine. Yeah. I wasn't actually going to use the nat 20, I just... My brain say. went, yes, <laughs> saving throw. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. My my brain was screaming saving throw, even though it's not. Um, it might still kill me, depending on... Uh, yes. Eight points of slashing yeah. damage as um, Warden, this owlbear, comes charging past you. As it does, it claws at Chester. You hear his shout of pain. But you managed to get your hit in. Would you like to describe your kill? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> as he's hit, been hit and kind of shoved out of the way, uh, his sword is going to wind around and sort of slash at its side as it runs past and... Dragging his blade across exactly its exactly uh, what I was picturing in my head. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yep. The classic. And as it just uh lunges into Chester. Oh yeah. The absolute classic. Oh yeah. As you slice it open, it carries on charging, claws at Chester, who staggers back out of the way. You watch as the Elbear carries on its momentum turns slowly to face you and you're like oh god it's gonna charge again and it just takes a step staggers and drops wheel 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 i am once more bloodied but uh thank you for that we did it hurrah yeah i'm at three hit points i'm at seven <laughs> Ow, basically. Ow. Ow. Everywhere. Just ouch. Very ouch. Perhaps we should slide this open and sleep inside for the night. <laughs> You're not on Hoth. <laughs> I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> but yes, you have successfully hunted the Albert. What would you like to do? Ooh, uh, do we know if we were supposed to, like, you know, cut off its head and bring it in as proof or something to that effect? Uh, any form of proof is allowed as proof of the kill, whether it's claw, head, feathers, although feathers might be met with some suspicion if it's just feathers and no sign of blood, <laughs> uh, except it on will you. Be um, anything from the cave, if it happens to have made a den or a nest is also acceptable and allowed. Uh, we'll leave you to the head chopping. You seem to be uh, quite able at that. Warden's already doing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard you say that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's like, oh, I think I'll leave you to it. You turn around and he's in the middle of soaring. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I will you... inspect den-like stuff. Okay. Make a perception or investigation check. Perception is one better, so I will roll a five. Perfect. Uh, sorry, what was that? I just, you know, when you just five. completely phase out of reality. <laughs> sorry, uh, what was that? Five. Yeah, exactly. Um, with a five, you see 
possible signs of nest, um, possibly just out of the range of the bright light of the lantern. Um, other than that, you can't. But I have dark really vision. Tell. That's true. You do. Um, so you can see in darkness Gray. as if it's dim, and dim as if it's dark. So you can see in uh, as if it's bright. Sorry. So you can see in the dim yeah. light. Um, and as your eyes adjust. <laughs> Um, wait, did you make your check with disadvantage, or did you just roll it normally? I just rolled normally. Okay, fine. So yeah, you, you can see possible nest. It's quite hard to tell. There's kind of a lot of rocks and outcroppings around. It might be nestled away. <laughs> um, but for the time being, you're not entirely sure. It, you're still seeing stars and spots and recovering from this enormous creature barreling into you and clawing your chest. We'll no. say that's the reason it's very hard for you to... That was the reason for the five, is the fact that you're like... Ah, I just ah. want to go to bed, man. Yeah. Just let me sleep. Like, you're struggling to stand. Looking around for something specific is quite hard. You know what, he's just going to go into the nest at this point and lie down. You know yep. what, I, I don't think I have a, a, any more in me for today. Wake me when it's tomorrow. You you follow the signs of nest. Um, I'll say give me one more perception check. Eight. Eight. Um, well, having found the nest, it's not super hidden. Now that there's no Albert on top of it, um, there is, as Warden moves over, having finished cutting the head off, bringing some more light your way, a single egg in the nest. Ooh, breakfast. Not me spending right, like well. two hours when I was writing this stuff, being like, "Do Albers lay eggs? They must. Do I want Albers to lay eggs? <laughs> Is All this right, an well, Albert you know, egg? <laughs> you know, and I'm gonna rest this egg gently between my very warm thighs. We'll see what happens. <laughs> A dragon Here, you hatches. Put, you, uh, you, you gotta put the head on. So that way it thinks you're the oh, mama, yeah. so it imprints right. Yeah, yeah, got an imprint on me. All right, perfect, perfect. The uh, warden will come over and just kneel next to you, taking a knee at rest. Yeah, you guys taking a short rest, then I assume. I was thinking or long a long rest. rest. It's up to you. It's night time, and we're both almost dead. <clears throat> Combination of those two things. You, um... It's been a long day. You take your long rest, which means the, the owlbear returns to full hit points as well. It takes a long rest. Um, okay. The head grows back. Um, <laughs> it takes the longest rest, I see. Yes. <laughs> Actually, when owlbears take a long rest, they can regrow any lo lost limb. Um, this mm. is the special Erothian owlbear that's also been bred with a gecko. Uh, <laughs> that African or European owlbear. <laughs> Um, yes. <laughs> Both bred together to create the ultimate <laughs> in coconut-carrying technology. 
Um, <laughs> but yes, you uh, you take your long rest. <sighs> Morning comes. Did Warden sleep? No, oh, he's in the exact same position he was when you fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just okay, has to go well. inactive. Well, uh, how was your sleep last night, uh, my fine middle friend? You snore. <laughs> I do not. How dare you, sir? Could be worse. At least you don't roll around in your sleep. Otherwise, that egg would be crushed. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, he'll just stand up in place. <laughs> he'll just stand up in place and say, time to go. All right, all right. So let me just gather my belongings in this egg, I suppose, unless you the, care for the, this are egg. Are the knees hydraulic or are they on a motor? Is there like a... As he stands back up. <laughs> um, Warden is forklift certified because he is a forklift, so... <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But of course, you've uh, you've retrieved the head of a dangerous creature. So, Roach is now waiting outside with the head tied firmly to his sub note. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, for the sake of brevity and your sanity, I assume you guys head back to yes. Dura, the capital of the Sleeping Gardens. And where the main headquarters of the Midnight Blade are, and where you gathered. Oh, so long ago. <laughs> it's been a long evening. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Feels like it's um, been years. <laughs> and you make your way back. Where, um, outside, uh, kind of in this courtyard... Um, words. Those are things. Um, a pair, that's what I was thinking of, of <laughs> the members of the Midnight Blade are waiting expectantly. It, it definitely seems like, from the look that's on their faces, they don't seem to have been, like, staying up all night. It's definitely a, um... There's been people on shifts waiting out ready to see if and who would return from the hunt. Um. It is I, Chester Fields. I have returned victorious with my new friend here, Warden, who probably did slightly more work than I did, I will admit, but I am a magnanimous person so um you know that's fine. dragging the rope that the owlbear head is attached to <laughs> how big is the owlbear head is it like okay i mean decent decent size for an owlbear head you know standard owlbear head nuts. size like probably size of a very large pumpkin hmm. you know it, it's halloween season we use pumpkins as a unit of measurement <laughs> I want no, to it's drag over it. your shoulder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you uh, you approach, you can see 
the the kind of black and silver leathers um it seems to be a uh, a wood elf uh, and one of my special <laughs> eros human subraces uh, the forest born human <laughs> um very much similar to uh, elves have kind of like identifiable features um just kind of sat um the human kind of leaning back in his chair feet up on the table that was previously the registry table um and he kind of looks at you you can see these like green eyes under what's this, this kind of like somewhat tight leather helmet that the hair's kind of pulled back into uh and he just so you've killed it yes yes uh take us to your leader or rather our leader huh yeah warden will dump the uh the head onto the table <laughs> which there is like well it's like plastic like it's like one of those plastic <laughs> definitely bowels just... <laughs> yes whole thing like shifts from the impact um and there, i mean there's yeah. there's no flinch from them they're definitely used to people doing this sort of thing because they all do it because it's badass uh, <laughs> uh now and... this is the good news but we also have some uh, let's say troubling news as well right um well is there uh any other goods you've re uh, retrieved anything that needs to be also bequeathed unto the guild we will obviously take this head from yourselves and send you through inside it is enough that one of us have seen and bore witness to the trophy and we will deal with it accordingly very well very well uh, yes, I kept the uh, running total as we were proceeding. I want everything above board, of course. Uh, we have raked in, let's see here, 30 copper pieces. I have uh, these two crossbows and 10 bolts. Uh, keep them. Oh, most, uh, most gracious of you. Thank you, thank you. Well, uh, I'll get... Uh, that's not his voice. <laughs> I'll get this into where we keep the trophies. And you, and he kind of nudges the wood elf who stands up and draws herself to her full four foot ten splendor. Um, <laughs> she'll take you inside and get you acquainted with uh, whoever needs to be. Uh, usually it would be uh, just one of the more higher-ups, but it depends on how bad your news is as to who we pretty actually bad, need to get bad. you to speak to. Yeah, we'll be the judge of that. You just go inside. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and the, the elf just kind of silently opens the large guild hall doors and just strides in ahead of you, expecting you to follow. <laughs> Oh, excuse will. me. <laughs> and you, uh, you, you enter into this kind of 
grand entryway. Um, nice long kind of black carpet lined with silver um, and kind of pillars lining it and at each pillar is either a kind of similar suit of that like kind of ranger leathers uh, or a very well stuffed taxidermied kill <laughs> effectively there's bears there's owl bears there's various other creatures that i can't think of or name off the top of my head right now um <laughs> there's a couple of phase spiders interestingly enough um for those who might know character wise that is not player wise i'm sure you both know what a phase spider is <laughs> i love them um one or two stuffed kobolds hanging from the ceiling um <laughs> oh well that's not very huh. no i joke there's no kobolds um but okay. <laughs> you are led up um this kind of grand staircase that curls around um and you're taken into an audience chamber effectively for lack of a better term it's just the easiest way to picture the sort of thing um you can see various kind of stations set up like a uh, tanning there's people fletching um you know sharpening weapons maintaining armor and various other individuals kind of maintaining an eye over it all and as the elf leads you in she just uh, <clears throat> and you can see there's kind of three or four figures at the back stand up and turn to look and ah <laughs> as one of them uh kind of very long salt and pepper hair salt and pepper longish beard um and very very well worn much more elaborate looking midnight blade get up um still carries that theme of the ranger leathers but it there's definitely a lot more to it there's some nice shoulder pads there's like some sort of fur skin cloak that kind of comes up to one shoulder and round the back um and they stride towards you with very definitely um steel capped boots you can hear just echoing off this stone floor <laughs> um as he strides on over to you and whose acquaintance do i have the pleasure of making i assume you are the successful team in hunting the owl bear chester fields pleased to meet you Warden. Chester Fields and Warden, you say. Pleasure. Pleasure's all ours. <laughs> uh, sorry, things are loading very, very painfully slowly. Um, please, please take your time. I understand. You've got heavy is the head that wears the crown. Quite. Um... <laughs> As he's just kind of like sizing you up with these very deep blue eyes. Um, and he. So, uh, 
Did you happen to come across any of the other hopeful teams on your way out or indeed back? We've not heard much report from any of them. <laughs> Chester starts doing one of these. <laughs> That's for the visual listeners there. Uh, uh... <laughs> Warren pulls on this cloak a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I've killed like 10 of them, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Warden, do you wish to relay what we have come across? Uh, feel free. Uh... We found some of them. <laughs> that is right. accurate. I will say what he lacks in verboseness, he makes up for in accuracy. Found parts of them. Yeah, that's <laughs> more and pieces. Uh, yeah, that's uh, we're getting to the I... crux of the matter now. Yes. See. Uh, Mold by the Albert, I presume. Well, no, uh, that was a theory for a while. Albert with a with a sharp dagger or sword or something. It proved to not be true, though. After some investigation, uh, he pulls out the little notes and hands it over. It seems that uh, there was an attempt at infiltration to your organization, which we have thwarted. I may add. He. Uh very pointedly looks you up and down, sizing you up again. Unfurls the note, and the whole time he's unrolling it doesn't take his eyes off you. Hey, take it all in, take it all in, I understand. Looks at the parchment and... The visor stares back. <laughs> he, uh, looks down at the note. Shit. Yep. Accurate. And kind of turns back to the others and gestures for them. And they hurry over, he hands it over to them. And they start muttering between themselves. A moment passes, the muttering stops, and he turns around, straightens himself up, and... I see... Uh, thank you for bringing this to our attention. Um, we are at a bit of a impasse here. It's a strange situation to have found ourselves in. If there's talk of possible insurrection or infiltration, I would as I'm sure you can understand and respect, rather not take on an unknown applicant at this time, although you have proven yourselves, and I do deeply respect that. Please do not feel like you are being cheated out of anything. To that effect, uh, a moment, please, and he strides back to the table that he was at, and you watch as he picks up a quill and starts kind of furiously scribbling. Brings it back over. Uh, we will suspend applications and uh, intake for the time being until we have fully investigated this possibility, as I'm sure you can understand. But... Be that as it may, uh, you cannot go unrewarded, and of course, 
The purpose of this was to find people fit for joining our ranks. So, uh, hopefully it will prove that you are not part of this infiltration. Not that we have any reason to doubt you currently, outside of the fact that we do not currently know you. Therefore, for the time being, hopefully this will suffice. And holds out a scroll. Well, sir, uh, <laughs> my friend will read that eventually. <laughs> it's uh, fairly boilerplate, really. It's mostly that... Uh, I will be the judge of that. Pending <laughs> further investigation by the Midnight Blade, you are considered... Uh, honorary and temporarily under the supervision of myself that is one Mirdan Ravenflame leader of the Midnight Blade uh, this for all intents and purposes can serve as effectively as if you were a member of our ranks but pending our investigation and noting that there is some suspicion surrounding all new joiners until we say otherwise. Well, that seems like a fair and wise decision. Out of curiosity, do you have any idea who might have uh, been trying this nefarious scheme? No, I cannot say that I do. I've not heard much tale of a sun god uh, well not a specific sun god of course uh, of course that's over on the sunset archipelago have about 15 of them but uh, I mean it could be any number of sun god worshipping civilizations uh, but the fact that they've been attempting to infiltrate implies that they're probably not some Elite, f I, I, honestly though, if I would be very worried and you should be very nervous if there is some form of elite Kuatoa kill squad out, but given that you didn't mention fish people, I think it's safe to rule no. that one out for now. Wait a um, second, there were some frogs though, they could be in league, nothing, <laughs> nothing worse. Frogs, they're, they're in the water sometimes, sometimes on land, worst of both worlds, really. So perhaps the Gripply are involved, I see. Uh, yeah, the Grung? Okay. Are you familiar with the Grung? Those two, yes, it could be the Grung. Yeah. Uh, well, well, um... I... I suppose we can rule out most of the uh, more primitive aspects. I expect they probably wouldn't be writing so eloquently in the universal common tongue, but I don't judge, and that obviously remains to be seen. They could, this could have been planned for a very long time. <laughs> Lots to ponder. Yes. Um, and of course, you yourselves and any of the other applicants are, for the time being, under suspicion. I, well, other ones, yeah, that's sort of, I understand the logic. Us, though? Who brought you wood? Who brought you a big head? Chester's at the head. Right, but 
hiding in plain sight is a tactic we hunters often use. So. What if I gave you my word of honor as a gentleman that I am not here to infiltrate you for any sort of underhanded dastardly deeds? Would that not be enough? Not that I don't truly appreciate that as somewhat of a gentleman myself, but unfortunately not. <laughs> mm. Very well, very well. And, I will not push uh, you. Uh, to, to further uh, apologize, for lack of a better word, for somewhat going back on the induction that was promised. Uh, any and all spoils and loot that you came across, you may keep. Yeah, we're, we're As opposed match, but... to the amounts that you would have usually been allowed to keep as a member of the guild, and of course the cut taken for being a member of the guild. Uh, this is all yours. Terrific, terrific. Would you also consider perhaps a room and board for a time? Maybe some uh, daily allowance? Just until, uh, you know, we've been fully investigated. We will put you up for five nights at the local tavern. Ooh. Would that, would that be Freddy's? No. Okay, okay. <laughs> I do not have my Dura notes up in front of me and therefore cannot tell you the name of this tavern right now. I just assumed Five Nights There's... at Freddy's, you understand. Um, let me double check if I actually have, because sometimes I think real far ahead. Ooh. Uh, related locations, Dura, uh, government, defenses, industry and trade, district. Your sister does look like, does look like Freddy Fazbear. <laughs> uh, history points of interest um, not the guild hall no I do not have a list of taverns yet because I was probably waiting until session whatever number session you guys decide to head to Jura <laughs> or shame I know right <laughs> Well, if the Dean doesn't have notes on it, then it's going to be a Hooters, I've decided. So. <laughs> yeah. um, those actually are only in Faltese. They haven't gone national yet. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but yes, you are escorted out of the Guild Hall um, and to the local tavern not the best you do pass one or two much nicer looking taverns on the way um, but you are escorted nonetheless and a note is passed to the barkeep um, who is a rather surly looking orcish fellow with an eye patch um, very nice anchor and rope tattoo on his right bicep um, and he kind of looks you guys up and down and room and board. 
Alright. Bed and breakfast five nights. Lunch you get yourself. Dinner costs you extra. Thank you, sir. Chester Fields, pleased to meet you. And you. Turns around and unhooks a couple of keys from a pegboard behind him and slides the, across the counter to you. Get yourself settled in and um, there'll be an ale waiting for you downstairs. There will be ales for everyone. The first round is on my friend here. The entire tavern cheers. <laughs> oh, look at that. Warden, they are fans already. And with that, <laughs> we will end it there as you guys make your way up to your rooms and get that long rest in. We did it. Several things, even. <laughs> we did things. Um, Good you things. did many things. As you mm. check back through your quest log, and it says, <laughs> Note handed to Guildmaster. <laughs> Albert Something killed. Something about a sun god? I don't know. I can't even read it right <laughs> here. <laughs> and I hiccup like ten times in a row. That was really painful. Um... But yes, you done did it. I hope you guys enjoyed. Yes, very much. Very (laughs) much so. And with that, they have been Warden and Chester. I have been Mitch, of course. We have been the Practical Heroes. And this has been the final of our two introductory one-shots for our brand new campaign, The Sands of Sildaris. We will see you guys next week for the official Session 1. Ooh. Um, before we tune into leave, that. <laughs> I believe we had a whole bunch of things happen today. So thanks, Max and Steph, for the bits. <laughs> And thanks, Rob T. Firefly, for the follow. I feel like there were one or two other follows, but they're not showing on my activity feed. So if you did follow, and I missed it, thank you. (laughs) Um, With all of that said, we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.